0: Right now, 855-65-CRASH. That's eight
1: five five six five 65 crash or you simply go to the website, get dated, getpaid.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today.
0: Ah, February, the most special time of year. Oh
2: yeah, followed by, hey, Kenny, we're going to cut a new one for this year. It's the start of Black History Month, and you know what Kenny told me? I don't have to. Dave is
3: not here. So what are you, Kenny? I am the black man today.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah, we're going to, you know what, why don't we just dive right in. How is everybody? <laughs> it's good to be back. It's good to have nostril usage. Oh, my um, special little guy's back. Yeah. Oh, that a baby. Rico, I have a gift for you later. We are going to do, not as shameless promotion, although that's an added benefit. We're going to do a five-star zone ambush blitz at 330 oh. for all the people. Rightfully so, by the way. Who have just been enjoying football, eschewing all things hardwood and basketball and college. I have a Michigan-Michigan State five-star zone ambush blitz at three thirty. Okay, first all of all, things, the dayquil is kicked
2: in because if you had a eschewing on the bingo card, you can go ahead and cross that out. Two minutes
0: into the show. Oh, that's right. We are we are <laughs> locked in from a vocabulary standpoint. But here's what we're going to do. While we are going to get to the Lions because I think there is a nice piece of news today. Rico always refers to Zabaro, right? Mocking me for my heritage. Uh, Today we're talking Zabob. Zababo. We're in the S-Bob era. Yeah, I was just like, what is Uh, S-B-O-B? Don't worry. I got you covered. We're going to do it at three. But what I wanted to start with in something that only this radio show would do, because we're out of our minds, I want to be proactive, not reactive. Proactive, not reactive. We are a week away from a potential Chase Young chair drop 2.0. Do you know why? I do. Okay. There we go. That's right. Because Toonsis the driving cat, a.k.a. Troy Weaver, is still at the wheel of the Detroit Pistons. And we are a week away. Right now, this moment, a week from today, the NBA trade deadline. So I wanted to do two segments on this. Me, Rico, and, well, I can't pretend Kenny will participate, so how about me, Rico, and you, the people? And I have a couple of notes. With One is what I term a, a ball-tingling fear. I'm talking about, like, if you've been on a roller coaster and you hit the apex and you start to go down and you feel like your nuts just shot through your head. That type of ball a ball-clenching fear. Mm. But I wanted to ask these questions, Rico. And I'm being serious about this. I said to you off the air, I go, it's almost as un- it's more unbelievable to me that Troy Weaver is allowed to guide this team into a trade deadline than the Lions being in the NFC title game. I mean, think about it. We thought the Lions were good, right? Mm-hmm. We thought the Lions would win the division and win a playoff game. What they did was take an additional step. But it's not unbelievable. Troy Weaver still having a job and then being empowered, seemingly, depending on who you trust, being empowered to make win-now moves is totally unbelievable. So it's this idea, Rico, and and I want to actually ask people these questions, and I want to hear from you on it, Rico. Look, what can we even expect from this man? But moreover, who are the sacred cows on this team? Because one thing has been true, and you haven't done it. I haven't done it. There's been a weird, almost reclassification of a, a core four. Have you heard about this?
2: Yeah,
0: as if the Pistons have these immovable pieces. So you want so it's Cade, Ivy, Duran, and a Thompson that we are led to believe by certain factions of the media and fan base that these are the quote untouchables. Yeah, well, no, because the way I view your roster is the way Kenny views his Saturday night. He wants to be touched big time. <laughs> Touch them all, baby. Like, literally, take whatever you want. These people are terrible. <laughs> so I I wanted to ask people, like, are you just in shock disbelief, Rico, that this is even real? Are you afraid? And, and who is a sacred cow? Because as we approach this, everything we've heard is they don't want a deal, Bogdanovich. That they, they want to acquire talent. They've got roughly... $67 million in cap space. And then after I hear from you and we talk, I'm going to give you my fear. There's one thing he could do. It would be Chase Young 2.0. Oh. oh, yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. No, it still just amazes me that he's allowed. Here's the thing. No matter what Troy Weaver does, I just don't know that I've trust him because he's disintegrated the trust factor that... I've, it's almost Avila-esque where how are all of your moves bad? Like, you you would think that occasionally, I guess, the Duran trade, okay, bringing him here, but most of the things that you do are to help out the teams that you trade with. It's like, oh, wait, Detroit's calling? Pick up the phone because we're about to fleece them. We're about to take advantage of them, and we're going to ship off our bad player or bad contracts to them and let them deal with it. So I don't trust his judgment. I don't trust what we're doing. And yeah, the core four, to me, the only sacred cow on this team is nobody. Because you're at the bottom. What are you about to add to this core that's going to make them good? Because they 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 may go the entire season and win a single-digit games. Number amount of minor games, amount of wins, single digits. That's how bad this team is. When they, when they beat the Thunder, it shocked everybody. I don't see how we're allowing this man to just continue his business as usual and, and just continue to to just meander his way through all of this. This is but if they don't care, it's to the point now, why should I care? You see it with I know. the fans. The fans don't care. But yeah, you shouldn't be allowed to make any trades and do anything. And I feel like whatever you do right now, if you make a trade. It's going to be like the Quintricia era when you allow them to draft right before you fired them. And it yes. set the franchise back. They never should have been allowed to do anything. And I feel that way about Troy, that maybe this is, is telling me I'm the idiot and Troy is fine, he's safe, and, and, and Gores likes the path that the Pistons are on. I don't know what that path is. It's the very slow burn. But my goodness, why – Are you going to do that first? Who's going to want to come here? Because I got to think Detroit is the threaten that, okay, you want to keep doing this. I'll ship you to Detroit. Nobody wants to come here. I don't care how much. I mean, you had to overpay for for Monty to coach this team. He originally told you no and came up with a ridiculous number and you met it. And he was like, well, I guess I got to go now. But Kay Cunningham may be the only piece that can draw you back a king's ransom. He's it really. I mean, Jaden Ivy, you're not going to get a ton of stuff for him. So I guess that's why he's part of your core Duran, I think Duran on a, on another team could be that guy coming off the bench, that young guy that you could build upon. And hopefully in a few years, he could do something. I Thompson Asur Thompson's not starting on, on good teams, Mike. He's probably the so, eighth
0: or ninth man. So let me offer you my fear. And I want to throw the number out to the people. I'm admitting to you, I'm afraid. 248-539-9797. Here's my biggest fear. I think it's the circle of life. I think we're right back to where Tom Gores empowered a front office that was on the way out to go get Blake Griffin. I'm telling you my biggest fear. That Troy has opted for all this cap space. Knowing full well the free agency crop this summer is ass. Knowing they're not going to sign anybody. And they're going to have to take someone in trade. And the only way you can get a player that makes a lot of money in trade when you don't have picks. Let us remember something. You've just given away two more second round picks. You are giving away your first round pick in one of the next three years to the Knicks. As Rico said about that Durin thing. Yeah, there's a price for getting him. That price is you have to give the Knicks a first rounder. The only way you can do it is. You have to take on someone else's problem.
4: And oh, I'm telling you. Uh,
0: oh, I, oh, yeah, you know where oh, I'm going. Oh, oh, oh,
2: wait, let me get the chair ready.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am telling you my biggest fear, and this player's hurt right now. Okay, I don't think he's going to play before the deadline. He's only played in 25 games this year. He's having the worst year of his career since 2017-18. His own teammates hate him. I'm telling you right now, if you hook DeMar DeRozan up to a truth machine with Robert De Niro operating it, he would opt to kill this player. And the franchise may actually give him away. It's Zach Levine. His contract... Oh, yeah. His contract is odious. It's awful. And he's a volume, me-first guy. As evidenced by the night he came here and dropped 50 and the Bulls still lost. Game two of the season for the Pistons. Rico... If Tom Gores and Troy Weaver bring Zach Levine to town and they offer that to you as the use of cap space and the piece that's going to get them better, etc., 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 I'm telling you, proactive, not reactive, that's a Chase Young chair drop. See, that's not where I thought you were going, but that's just as bad.
2: Mike, I thought they were going to just try to go all in and try to boost the ticket sales and bring somebody back to the city who has local ties. You're talking day-day.
0: Yes, I'm talking day-day. Luckily, luckily the Warriors have come out and said, uh, we're not doing anything like that. But I, I hear you, and I've made that joke before, so guilty as charged. Yeah, But we wanted to just do two segments to open the show because realistically, everything else has been Lions, and rightfully so. But today, we're going to mix in some of those other things going on and still do some lines.
2: No, but, but we're get- a
0: week away from having a guy like Matt Millen or a guy like Al Avila, um run a trade deadline. Yeah. And the thing they should do, Rico, is the thing they won't do. Right. You have to trade Bogdanovich. And they won't.
2: No. They always hold on to players until they lose all their value. And the other reason why I, I, I'm just... I'm numb to the fact that Troy is going to go into this trade deadline. And I don't know how active you put this team together, Troy. This is all you didn't inherit. This is, these are all the pieces that you thought would be a winning franchise in Detroit. And you may not hit double digit wins this year. That in and of itself should bar you from making any decisions. That in and of itself should probably have you fired. But I don't trust anything that you do. As a matter of fact, it's the opposite. Like I said, when it's like when Avila, I'm sure when he would call other general managers, they would say, "Oh, you know what? Clear the line. Detroit's calling. We got to make oh, this deal."
0: Avila calling, see Alice. Yeah, immediate erection. Right.
2: And Troy, Troy.
0: Avila's on line three. Boing. Troy,
2: we got to get rid of some money. You know what? Call the Pistons. They'll. they'll we could fleece them for something, Enrico, and they'll take here's this the contract. Other thing.
0: Here's the other thing, guys. Remember Tom Gore's promise changes. Oh, we're three weeks ahead of you guys. Changes are coming. What changes? Here are the two changes that have happened. They hired a nobody assistant coach and they paid to get Marvin Bagley out of here. Those are the changes. Mm-hmm. So if they go along into with the deadline, second round pick, yeah. And if they go into this deadline and don't do anything, what do you say then? I'm telling you my fear. I don't want it to happen. I don't wish that upon my people here in this town. No, but Mike, think but about this. Zach Levine. We we joked about it, but
2: now I'm not even joking that, oh, you know, what if the Lions end up with more victories
0: this season than the Pistons? That's going to happen. It's possible. And and again, Rico, I told you from the beginning. I remember when you and Cookies were doing the whole, hey, what about 2-80? and 80? I'm like, guys, it's the NBA. Someone's going to roll in here drunk, high, and stupid and lose a game. You saw it the other night with OKC. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. Welcome to the league. But I'm with Rico on this. No, I don't think they're winning more than 12 ballgames. And this deadline? The idea that Weaver's going to hang on to a 35-year-old wing? That's unbelievable to me. But if they take on the contract to Zach Levine, and God help me, if they take Ivy and send him to Chicago as a part of it? Guys, lunatic. Lunatic. So we're gonna do two segments. That's it. You got a call, you got a question, you gotta take. Let's do it. And then we're gonna move on. We got a lot of stuff to cover today, including some lions. So don't panic. 2-4-8-5-3-9-97-97. I got that five star zone ambush blitz a little later on. We'll get to it in the three o'clock hour, ninety-seven one. All right, lions top of the hour. A five star zone ambush blitz in the three o'clock. I've just said him hey, and we're a week from right now. NBA trade deadline, and Troy Weaver is still driving his bus. I had to do two segments on it. And my biggest fear, if they use that cap space to take on Zach Levine, you may you may as well quit. So, Kenny, take a text if there are any, and then we'll go to the callers. And uh, we'll, we'll keep it moving. we got a lot of stuff to get to today. Kenny, what do we got?
3: Yeah, there's a few here. The one that keeps coming in the most often, though, is trade Cunningham, trade Cunningham, trade Cunningham.
0: Look, I am with Rico on this and that. Everything should be on the board because I don't I don't know what the plan is. I'm the ultimate Cade guy, but you have utterly failed to put people around him in a supportive role. Um, do, if you forced me to pick two guys that I just can't move, it's Cade and Duran. But the the two, the three, and the four that play around those two have to be shooters, and you don't have that. You again, you can you can give me whatever stat line you want. Jaden Ivey's a thirty percent three point shooter. A Sir Thompson will shoot ten percent. It's it's not going to work. I just make the point: if Troy's running this thing, none of what happens right now matters.
2: Well, here's the thing about the reason why I say trade Cade before Cade just gets fed up with this city and demands to go, and I'm just I want to leave, and then therefore his price will fall. Because you know, well, he doesn't want to be there, so no matter what you guys say, he's going to opt out anyway. So he, he could sign his extension and still say, "You
3: m- make this happen. I don't want to be here next season. Hello. Kenny, go ahead. How is Weaver even allowed to do anything? Another one. That- I, I, <laughs> Kenny, the tone that you read these is amazing. It's partial irreverence and disgust. I it's mean, that's th- awesome. <laughs> that seems like what the ticket texters are saying, though. I feel a lot of that vibe coming in through the text when I'm slicing these out here. Like, imagine if the captain of the
0: Titanic kept getting hired, assuming he didn't die in his office and sink to the bottom of the Atlantic. Like, imagine if he was captaining that new icon of the seas boat that they keep talking about. You'd be like, this is impossible. This man crashes every cruise ship. I, how is he here? It's not possible. Fair. To the people let's go to luke 97-1 luke you're batting lead off
5: hey guys how you doing hey
0: luke good luke what's going on
5: not much glad we're talking pistons man it's been it's been a rough year i i follow this team more than most uh and i mean i'm not going to sit here and try to defend tom gores and troy weaver but i mean we got to blame monty williams at some point too right i mean the way he's coaching these young guys it's detrimental to their development i mean we got killian hayes in 26 minutes, 28 minutes a game, and he's playing over Ivy. Of course, Ivy's not living up to his potential. I mean, Rico, you said it a couple minutes ago. You're talking about Ivy saying you don't think he's going to get. He would get a return, and I see where you're coming from. But you're you're saying that because Monty Williams doesn't know how to use these guys.
6: So, I don't,
5: I don't
0: so know. let me ask you a question, Luke. If a week from today, you know, Beanie hops up on one of them 10-minute updates and goes, uh, "Hey, Zach Levine's coming to town." Give me your response to that.
5: Uh, yeah, Zach Levine's not great, but his his market's not there. You know, I, the Bulls have tried to trade him. They, they can't get anything for him. People know his contract's ridiculous. So if we do trade for Levine, you wouldn't have to give up an Ivy or a Cade or a Durin. Nobody else is going to give up anything near that. You can, you can trade Bogey and Stew and get Levine like that. You know, I don't even think you have to give up picks. So so you'd be accepting of it? I mean, that. Well, how else are they going to use their cap space, Mike? You want to go sign another Joe Harris? No. No, Luke, Luke, Luke,
0: first of all, I erupted when they brought Joe Harris here because I wanted oh, Cam I know, Johnson. I know you did. <laughs> I mean, they basically... It, I mean, look, it's like you and your buddy go to the bar and... and, and <laughs> You help your buddy sleep with the girl you were you were sleeping with. It makes yeah. no sense. You were supposed to go after Cam Johnson, and you told the Nets, "Nah, here you go. We'll help we'll, you." Wh- what? Yeah, yeah, we'll help you. Go to Chris go ahead
2: slide slide you that condom.
0: Right. I mean, uh, here here's a condom. <laughs> what? Chris, Chris, how you doing?
7: What's going on?
0: What's up, Chris?
7: Uh, I'll just call in guys talking about these these Pistons. Uh,
6: A few thoughts. One, first, the untouchables. Got to be Jalen durant 20 years old. He can get you 20 and 20. If we're going to go untouchable, got to be him. Kay Cunningham, to me, I feel he could be untouchable, but we might need to use him if we're going to attract anybody. Uh... And as far as everybody else, they can go. Chris, Chris, week from today,
0: week from today, you hear the news. They've acquired Zach Levine. What's your reaction? I don't want to
6: hear those. I don't want to hear those words.
0: (laughs) Don't you (laughs) put that evil on me? But see, here's the thing, Chris.
2: Even if you made these deals, I I don't know what direction you're trying to go to because. And and, and that's that's the next thing.
6: There is no win now situation here, so. I mean, trying it's... to trade for a washed-up superstar or any superstar, period. I don't see that being viable. No, I, I, I it's if you
2: said, "Okay, Mike, what are the Detroit Pistons? What's their style?" I, I don't know.
0: Oh, I, I thought you were asking me, "What are they?"
2: Yeah, I, I. What are they? I. I don't know. I have no clue. I don't I even do. know what they're trying to build to. It's just they're a basketball team in the NBA. They wear red, white, and blue. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> I,
0: I was just going to choose a more simple answer. It's called poop. <laughs> Let's go to Ben ninety-seven-one. Ben, what's going on, buddy?
8: What's going on, guys?
0: Hello,
9: sir.
5: Uh, I I kind of one hundred percent am in alignment with what that first caller said. Like. There is some world out there where I think Cade and Ivy and Duran could all work together. I guess you can throw a star in there too, but it's never going to happen if Monty Williams is the coach. He keeps playing these five people coming off the bench, all playing at the same time. Last night, there's three guards in the lineup, and none of which are Cade and Ivy. I just—it's so frustrating because I don't know how these guys are supposed to even hit their potential as long as Monty Williams is doing these bogus lineups. It's frustrating.
0: You know, I could tell me if I'm crazy, but Ben. I don't think it's impossible at the end of the year that Monty Williams and Juwan Howard are the same person. Stepping away to deal with personal. No, seriously. Stepping away to deal with personal situations. I mean, think about it. Monty made two years of salary in one year. He never wanted to be here. He has his family situation in Phoenix. And Juwan's easy escape, since they won't fire him, is, I'm stepping away to deal with my health and things.
9: Mm
5: Mm-hmm. That's a win-win for Michigan and Pistons fans.
0: I mean, it's – Ben, I'm with you. I mean, I I lauded the hire. I think Monty is a good coach. I think it became evident once that was the only move they made this offseason. Uh-oh. And then it became very evident to me. I don't think Troy Weaver endorsed it or wanted it. And then we realized, uh uh-oh, we're in real trouble. Mm -hmm. So if you're Monty – I mean, think about it. You got paid 13 million dollars, basically a million dollars a win. You walk away. Sad, but
2: <laughs> yeah, you're 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 right. This I mean, was a failed experiment and you probably shouldn't have you probably should have just stuck with your original no. I'm not coaching in the NBA this year. He said no 3 times. They kept upping the ante. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is one where money, yeah, because I'm not saying, it just feels like, that's not the same money that coached the Suns. I'll just put it like that. No. I- His heart is not in this thing. He is going through the motions. And, yeah, it's perplexing. It's like, why do you keep playing Killing Hayes? Like, yeah, did you not watch any tape on
0: this man? He's just not good. He's what never been if hired. If I hired you to be the chef of a restaurant and I showed you that the ingredients were an empty tin of tobacco and a shoe, you'd be like, what What the hell am I doing here? I can't cook anything. Look at this crap. Here, I'm Joe Exotic. I'm serving spoiled meats. Come on down to Zooters. Like, what the hell you want Monty to do? This is my roster. I got 15 guys. I shoot 10% from three.
2: Right, but at least... I, like the caller said, I, I, I like it when you play Jaden Ivy a little more than Killian Hayes, who you know is going to give you nothing.
0: But you keep putting them out there on the court. And it's like, okay. Well, All right, Monty. You listen, know? I, I told you. I'm happy we got to mix some other stuff in. We'll get to the Lions at three. We got a football today to take care of. A little college basketball later. College football later. And if you want to keep rapping and calling in, hey, I, I'm down. Call in about the Pistons. Week from today, that trade deadline. Your owner promised us the changes sitting by his little Christmas tree. or Whatever the hell the lights in the background, whatever he was doing on that Zoom call. All right, week from today, you got Toons as the driving cat leading you to a trade deadline. Go ahead, because I'm kind of a Rico on this deal. I don't know that there is a sacred cow. I don't how know. Can the, you have s- yeah, I don't know what the game plan is. It's just
2: hockey, you had the eiser plan. I mean... For the Lions, it, it was grit. Like, it looks like the, the Tigers are going to go young. Tigers are going to be just fine.
7: Right. Pistons? Tigers are going to be
0: fine. I
2: think they're going to be good this year. Right. This Pist- division also sucks. But the Pistons are your basketball team. Please, you just say it. You the might plan as, is you might as poop. well put Washington Generals on the front of the jersey. because that's Or a porta potty.
0: Are. Or a porta potty. Why not? Just put the Pistons basketball logo bouncing off the top of a porta potty and call it yeah. the City Edition jerseys. Yeah, I mean, you're the get right game in the NBA. Something's wrong with oh, your yeah. team. Wait till you play the Pistons. We could fix it then. That's right. All right, 97 1. All right, let's get a little football on the menu. We'll get back to your calls in a moment. Lots of ground to cover today. God, it's good to have both nostrils working. Let's cook. Kenny, music. I think it it tells you I'm right.
2: They're pushing the envelope. I'm going to watch this team. Can I just say
3: pass? In football today. Brought to you by Hungry Howie's Flavored Crust Pizza. So yesterday we did the Lions, should I stay or should I go? Now we open it up to the entire NFL. I'll give you guys some names of players. The CBS list that I found has their projected team that they're going to go to. Reasons why. Want to get your thoughts. Agree, disagree, or other spots you might think. Sound good? Let's go. Sure. All right. Number one, Baker Mayfield. He had a somewhat of a career revival or, you know, saving his career in Tampa. Organizational continuity is the reason that he's going to stay in Tampa. Thoughts? Yes. Yeah, I was about
2: to say, I think taking Tampa in the playoffs and winning a playoff game, and it looks like his teammates and the team just generally like him. He may not be the greatest, but if you draft a quarterback, you got to start all over again. And with Baker Mayfield, you can try to pick up where you left off and hope that you can pick up some free, you know,
0: free agents or draft picks, but you already have a quarterback that people like. Get an offensive line in there. And he'll get even better. Remember, they didn't have a running game. They handed it a million times to Rashad White. They just couldn't do nothing with it. And here's the other thing. Goff is more valuable to you than anyone else. Baker's more valuable to them than anyone. Else. Sometimes your value is right at home. Yep. So yeah, I, I think it's it's the right move.
2: Which is funny because you know what, Kenny, I'm not gonna steal your thunder. I'm gonna be quiet and let you go to the next.
3: All right, Uh-oh. next one. Former Lion DeAndre Swift had a, actually a pretty nice season at the beginning, was used a little bit less later on. A projected team, the Chargers. I just I don't love it. I don't. I, I
0: think the Philadelphia way of doing things with multiple backs, that offense, a good offensive line. DeAndre, stay home. Yeah. Stay right there. Um, I, I, I I wouldn't want any part of going to the Chargers for a multitude of reasons. Yeah,
2: I, I think that this is one where, kind of like Baker Mayfield, his value is about as high as it's going to get right where he's at in Philly. He was a part of that rotation in the mix. Yeah, he should stay in Philly, not try to go to the Chargers.
3: Next one here, Tony Pollard. His efficiency dropped. He's only still just 26 years old. Um, the Cowboys are trying to go cheap, so projected team would be the Bucks.
0: Hate it. Hate it. Hate the fit. There's no need for it. Rashad White has the role. He's already shown to be a bell cow. Pollard, for me, you're going to a worse offensive line. You're going to a more, another pass-centric team. Rico, that makes no sense to me.
2: It makes zero sense to me, Mike. You know, the place where maybe if I were him, I would try to go to is, because I think that he's going to go back to playing the role of the backup. I'd either try to go to the Titans or try to go to the Steelers. Two teams that are going to try to run the ball a lot, and I think that could help him in a backup role.
3: Next one, Devin Singletary. He kind of led the team into the playoffs in the backfield. There um, is this a stay-at-home situation because projected team back at the Texans.
0: Yeah, it's a great spot. Yep, took Damian Pierce's gig. Understands the offense. I I I, I think it's continuity matters, I, and if you can get Singletary to take respectable money. man. Stay there.
2: Yeah, it reminds me when when Pollard, the guy we just talked about, was better than Zeke Elliott, and he kind of took his job, and it was like, this is the best spot for you. Yeah, if you're Singletary, stay there. Young core, you could be a part
3: of that for a while. A.J. Dillon, an interesting one. They're projecting him to return to his hometown in Baltimore. Is that a real thing?
0: Yeah, because honestly, Aaron Jones obviously makes the money. You know, Dylan was a luxury pick. He was the compliment back. The rookie deal's over, and for me, that's Jordan Love's offense. That's a passing offense. You go to Baltimore, you you know they know how to use running backs. You can become the true battering ram back, Gus Edwards. You know, thanks for the years, but he's very limited in what he does. I I wouldn't hate that. AJ Dylan was built to be a Raven.
3: Yeah. No, uh, no, Mike. I agree. Mike said it all, Kenny. This all kind of hinges on Stefan Diggs, but Gabe Davis. Maybe he goes and reunites with Ken Dorsey in Cleveland. Rico, go.
0: Ooh.
3: I don't
2: <laughs> <laughs> don't hate it, but yeah, I guess it it, it, it does depend on what happens. But, yeah, I I would say
0: t- I, – I love it. I can see it in Cleveland, yeah. I love it because Buffalo, Shakur has already taken the air in the room. You know Kincaid is already going to be a superstar at tight end, right? They're already using Dawson Knox and him. And as long as – Kenny said it, Rico, as long as Diggs is there, might be time for big game Gabe to get the hell out of town. I actually wouldn't hate that fit. Who's coming to the Lions here, Kenny? Come
9: on. Give me I'm, some sizzle. I'm getting
3: there. Don't worry about it. we got plenty Quit of time. With the foreplay. Left. Let's get down to it. Um, well, th- that brings us to the next name. Fletcher Cox coming off his 12th year. Jesus, 12 years. It feels like he's been on, in Philly since I was in grade school. A reunion with his old friend Jim Schwartz, perhaps also in Cleveland. Love it. Bit roll.
0: Give me 15 to 20 snaps a week. Elite D line. You put him next to Miles Garrett on the interior. Love it. Great yeah. place for him to go.
2: When, yeah, you look at him as a one-year rental. He has the leadership. He's been there before.
3: Yeah, on a limited role, you're not asking him to go out there for every snap. Okay. And Stefan Gilmore. Dallas may prefer allocating top dollars to other spots. Meanwhile, has cash to spend teams like the Detroit Lions. Yeah, Zabob. Super Bowl or bust. Zabob.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. That's a veteran, short-term deal, and I draft his replacement in the second round. Yes. Yes.
9: No,
2: I like that. Gilmore. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you, your secondary wasn't quite what you thought it was going to be. And whether it was injuries or just some guys, I'm just not going to bring back. I'm looking at you, CJ. Yeah, I, I like that.
3: Damn it, he did it again. The next name, C.J. <laughs> Gardner. All of yesterday, he did this. C.J. Gardner Johnson was the next name on the list here. Projected team, the Colts. I don't care where he lands. Just get him the hell out of here. It could be the Michigan Panthers. Yeah, sorry. Oh.
2: No, no. It, it's not that his talent, Mike. It's just when I saw – I can't get past this, the stupid penalty he got in the championship game because it was personal. Like, you put, you put your needs above the team. It was a dirty hit, but man, you're 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 playing for
3: a spot in the Super Bowl and, and you're going over some little beef that you got with a receiver. Coach said don't cost us fifteen. What did he do? He cost you fifteen. Yeah.
0: And I didn't like the wave into the crowd. I don't need all the junk talk. I like CJ as a player. I was happy we got him. I think you're starting to understand why the Saints didn't keep him, why the Eagles didn't keep him. And if he leaves the Lions, yeah, that that's that's a trend. You're a hired gun. We're going to bring you here for a little bit, but we ain't going to marry it. It's not going to happen. Yeah, and, and
3: I'm fine with it because the Lions have developed talent at the position. Yeah. And the last one here, Mike Evans, AFC South's up-and-coming contenders are going to spend projected team, the Texans. Wow. You
2: know what? I don't think I would as the Texans because I think you have two good receivers yeah. right now. They're young develop those guys
0: and maybe draft a receiver, but I don't think that the Texans would be a good fit for him, Kenny. I'm, I'm with Rico on this. I've got Nico Collins, who's my lead dog. I've got Tank Dell, who's my two. And I have Dalton Schultz, who's my three. Um, I'm fine if you say, hey, I want to draft a guy. I don't need a you know, over-30-year-old possession guy. I don't like that fit at all. I'm with Rico on that completely. You know where I would
2: go with? Maybe the Chiefs.
0: Because you've obviously went bankrupt when it came to receivers. I could take off. This guy's on his game. That's a 100%. I don't have a bell here in the in the yeah. home studio, but bing. Yeah. There you Hell go. yeah, dude. That dude yes. On a
3: high note, that is in football today.
0: More of your calls coming up momentarily. We're going to get to some lion stuff. Because it's a question for you guys. And you got to be ready for something. From your favorite radio show. I will explain. But right now, let's go on the board.
2: That's an act of God. Yeah, I'm going back to the will. Straight money line
10: victory. I don't like these spreads. If you're taking the underdog, they're winning. On the board. Powered by FanDuel.
0: All right, Rico, I got something that's going to hit you right between the eyes, I think. I got a pick tonight in the Big Ten, and it's not a system, not a system. But before I get to that, can you tell me, did Jim Costa walk in our house and defecate in our living room while I was gone? No, he didn't make any picks. Okay, I want to make sure, because he told me he made a pick, and it was a bad one. I want to make sure. Oh, that that may have been a casted ticket pick. Oh, so we only sullied the podcast. Got it. All right. So the (laughs) last pick I'm responsible for. We save this just for you. We don't do it when you're not
9: here.
0: Gotcha. Uh, I gave out the Pelicans Monday night plus nine and a half. Winner in Boston. Um, So let me follow it up. Rico, I don't like this pick. I love this pick. Nebraska at home getting one and a half. From your Big Ten leading Badgers. Look, I don't have a lot of respect for Wisconsin. Uh, And Wisconsin, they've got a weird Achilles heel, my man. They rank 271st in giving up open threes. Boy, that's not a good thing when you're facing Freddie Hoiberg's Cornhuskers. Yeah. And they got them all. They got, what's the kid, is it, Fujiyama, whatever his name is, the lefty? (laughs) Tominaga. Whatever. Guy who hits threes. They shoot them. They make them. This is a spot for Nebraska who has flown under the radar. They're good, man. They are. I I love the Cornhuskers tonight. Take the one and a half because you take your points. They're like vitamins, and by the time you get home and play it, they might be favored in this game. I love Nebraska tonight. I wanted to know if you'd bless it.
2: You know what? I do because the funny thing is I had to come up with a new bet because – I was looking at the Lakers-Celtics and no LeBron, no Anthony Davis.
0: It seemed like it's just a layup for the Celtics and the minus 14. Nope. Uh, The other night, night they should have smashed the Pacers. Halliburton on the minutes restriction. Celtics were up by 20. They blew it, almost blew the game, and didn't cover 8.5. The Celtics still have a weak point. They don't put people away. And that's, hey, I'm just telling you. So, Be very careful laying points in the end No, no.
2: So we're, we're gonna move on. And it was the Nebraska game, Mike. Nebraska and the points, the one and a half plus Tomanaga. Yeah. To, to hit over 12 and a half points. That he'll hit three threes. So at least four, three, at least four threes. So he'll cover that. And AJ Store from Wisconsin over 15 and a half points at plus four seventy.
0: Oh, I'm glad you like this. I love this pick. Little short home Man, dog in a Big Ten. Nobody goes 10. into
2: Pinnacle and
0: walks away.
1: Now, I,
2: I, I, shout, I, out, I, shout
0: out I, Cookie Belcher.
2: I was ready to just go straight Nebraska money line, but nope. Little
0: Mikey said, take the points. Think about this situationally for people going, well, why would I take one and a half? What if Nebraska's up too late? Long rebound off a, a, a shot, a desperation three at the buzzer. Difference between you winning and losing your bet. Mm-hmm. Take the points. The juice is not worth the squeeze with the money line. Cornhuskers. Let's go over to Kenny. Kenny, talk to me. We got two or twenty games tonight in the NHL because that's the only way your league works.
3: A uh, little less than two. A little less than two. A uh, little less than one. There are zero. Oh games. God! It's the All Star break yeah. because it? it's the All Star break, which nobody uh, cares. Nice. We can bet on some Swedish hockey league games if you like. I got Rogola at plus odds this weekend, plus 106, against a team that what I that can't means. pronounce. It's a team I don't that, know what
0: that
2: means. It's the
3: team my son, Maurice Sider, came from. Uh, Rogola. You want to bet it? We can do it. No, I thought that was something on a charcuterie board. No, 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 no. That's, a, that's Let a, me ask you a question. What can you bet All-Star Weekend? I know you can. I know you can bet on, I think, individual competitions. Let me pull it up here. Yeah, All-Star Game outright uh, MVP you can bet on you can bet so you bet on the total amount of goals over 20 and a half cuz it seems like there's no defense. Oh, you can do like the fastest shooter, the fastest skater, Oh, the, the skills shot. competition. Yeah, you can do those. Which I mean these odds are obs- like even just for the skills competition, it's plus 750 for for fastest shooter. Most accurate shooter plus 600 is the best odds you can find or the I'll the, take Ally Afraidy. Value. What's that Mike? Ally Afraidy. In the no, Slapshot no, Contest. No, no. I'll take Al McGinnis on, on the Slapshot Contest.
0: What about Mike Mike Gartner, fastest skater? What about Palfrey? Bring him back. Right. Ziggy Palfrey. Yes. Don't, don't threaten me with a good time. Great lettuce. All right, question for you. Anything in the futures market for the Stanley Cup now that we're at the All-Star break? Stan- or do you not dare based on how puck luck works in the playoffs, etc. cetera?
3: I generally don't dare because the teams that are supposed to be good like look at boston last year they're wagging right everybody has them going all the way they get bounced in the first round and look like clowns best regular season of all time and they get bounced in the first round if you want a value pick because this is low key a team that i think could make a cup run they've been in the playoffs for consecutive years the new york rangers how about the new york rangers coming out at plus 1100 that's a value play that i don't I don't despise I'll, Carolina two at plus a thousand. Not if you want somebody from the East, that's who I'd pick. I would I love s- it. I would stay away from the Oilers because they're good and then they're bad and then they're really good. Win like twelve in a row, and I just uh, don't know on. what they are.
0: Kenny, Kenny, just for a second. Come on, a couple slices of pepperoni wings plus nine
3: thousand. Jesus, <laughs> for a couple slices of pepperoni. How about Come one on. pepperoni? Woo.
0: Singular slice of pep. Uh, no, the Rangers one I love, and it's what I was thinking
11: of. They're loaded. They're, They're loaded and They have playoff loaded.
3: experience. That's what I look for in teams like that. That's why I say Carolina, too. All right. Oh, by and, the way, Mike. Uh, yeah, buddy. Remember when you
2: said that you had never seen anything like what happened in the Arizona State game, the nine-point play? Yes. yes. Something very similar happened late last night in the overtime game of Northwestern and Purdue. Which oh. I, I was wondering oh. if it had anything to do with the line, but it didn't. But no. with a second to go, double technical fouls. We don't know where the second technical came from. But yeah,
0: Purdue Chris shot Collins first. Collins yeah. lost his mind. Yeah. I got to tell you something. It's both fun and depressing to see Northwestern have a better basketball program than Michigan State. How did we get here? Because they're just better than we are, I'm and they have players. About
5: the game.
0: Yes. Oh, sorry. Hey, they, Rico, they should have beat him in Mackey last night. They, they should have beat
2: him. They, they had him. They did. Boo Booey missed the running shot with no time to go.
0: What about my cousin Vito Mancuso? I love that kid. Did Did he fall out? Dude, I just love him. He's six five. He's posting people up. Little lefty meat hooks. Mm. All gym class heroes on that Northwestern team. It is. And Boo Booey, who's been there for seven years. He's a grandpa. Probably. All right, this is probably where we should stop (laughs) the segment. Okay, listen, Nebraska tonight, people. We are all Cornhuskers tonight, plus the one and a half. That's the takeaway.
12: It's on the board. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?
0: All right, 3 Um, o'clock, odyssey.com, rewind. If you just wanted some foreshadowing, week from today, right now, NBA trade deadline. I know it's insane. We got tunes as the driving cat running the Pistons, but I have a fear. I shared it. You can go back and listen to it. Right now, let's get into the lines. And I am coining this Zabob. This is the Zabob era. And I don't know if you're comfortable with what your favorite radio show is going to be doing. And what is Zabob, you may ask? It's simple. It's Super Bowl or bust. (laughs) S-B-O-B. You got unbelievable luck and fortune where not only is Ben Johnson back, which is unthinkable to me. I was in disbelief he turned down the commanders. And none of us know behind the scenes why. uh, But it seemed like a real fit, a real opportunity, new ownership, good skill players, chance to pick your own QB. But whatever. Maybe he just doesn't want all the responsibilities of a head coach. It's a tough gig. So he's coming back. Huge benefit. But then we get news today. Aaron Glenn is back. Last, you know, the carousel has stopped. Musical chairs has ended. There's no seat for Aaron Glenn. So a young team that overachieved with two hot coordinators, including what I deem to be the hottest OC in football. And both come back. You return 17 starters. Guys, Super Bowl or bust comes with a price. So this is what I want to ask you. I can tell you how Rico and I are going to handle this. I need to know if you're comfortable with it. Because it's one thing to say we're in a Super Bowl window. It's another thing to do what Alex Anzalone said, which is it's Super Bowl or bust. You are in the S Bob era. And that means you must be all in. So it's going to be a fun offseason or frustrating, both F words, because that Chase Young chair drop is the standard they're going to be held to, meaning. If there are big moves to be made, I don't hope that they make them. I expect that they make them. (laughs) If there are trades, free agents, if there's aggressive moves in the draft, I don't hope they make them. I expect that they make them. You as fans watching games after the offseason, you're in a Super Bowl window. Everything you do is graded harder. It's going to be graded on a new scale. You're not hoping to win; you're expecting to win. Wins that look sloppy and off are no longer acceptable. Wins are not wins. You're in the S Bob era. Everything is raised. It's elevated. Mm-hmm. The pressure, the expectation. So I wanna, I wanted to talk to you guys now that we are. The dust has settled from the NFC title game and the disappointment, the heartbreak. Are you really ready for this? Because I'm honest with you. I had no expectation you'd retain both coordinators. But all that does for me, Rico, is it gives me even more juice and more expectation and more of a demand upon this organization that I am not going to accept well, maybe next year we'll make that trade or do this signing or boop ba boop ba boo. No. It's now. Right here, right now, all in. Chips in the middle of the table. You've got these coordinators for one more year. You've got this young core for one more year. Things are about to change, people. You're about to pay Amman Ra in the next twelve months, uh, probably about twenty six million a year. Your quarterback, fifty plus. Etc. 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 It's all in. Are you ready for that? Because you should be uncomfortable. You should be a little nervous. But I want to know if you're okay with your favorite radio show handling it that way. Because I'm not. I don't fold any punches. I am going to hold Brad Holmes and this organization to a standard. They need to have the biggest, boldest, brightest off season in football. Period. Okay. I mean, I like how you put that because
2: now I, I see because during your uh, quill and DayQuil haze, hey now. it was, we talked about this with Cookies and, and I was just like, look, I know everybody, we're going to get to the Super Bowl. And it's like, hey, let's just try to focus on getting back to the championship game. But before, if I get this correct, you're saying you got to be aggressive. No more of this. We got to find the right cultural fit. And we got to find people who work well with us here in Allen Park. You're saying we got to be aggressive. We got to go out and get that guy. Even if it's a one-year rental player, even if you got to go out and get a a Jadavian clowny type of person who's only going to come in here for one year, wreak
0: havoc, and then you're going to cut him loose. That's what you is that what I'm getting, right? Yeah, 100 percent Like, like here, I'll shout out somebody, you know, you'll you'll know. I don't care if you go sign Robert Newkirk. An MSU player who once threw someone in a dumpster. Don't care. He's a really good defensive tackle. Yeah. Yep. Happy to do it. I'm with you. Okay. Yes. We can go ahead and lose
2: the word culture. We can lose the word right fit. Words. Right fit. Go out and do everything you can. Because, you know, looking at their schedule last night, you probably – you know, it's a lot of good news, bad news. I, when you look at this, it's the fact that you're going to play 14 games in a dome, so that's good for Jared Goff. But you're also going to go up against 12 mobile QBs, or at least 12 games with a mobile QB, which is not good for the Lions' defense. You know, that's the Achilles' heel. I've been saying that for a long time. So, yes, you're going to have to fix this, especially the defense. You're going to have to go out and get some people who can set the edge and, and keep that quarterback in the pocket. So, yeah. You have to be aggressive in the draft. I don't know if you either try to move up with your draft capital or go the Bill Belichick way and just try to trade back and get as many people and go with volume and hoping that you can find some hits in
0: there. I'll do you one better. I'm not using my first-round pick. Mm. I'm trading it for the best player available. I'm making my A.J. Brown acquisition. I'm making my Devontae Adams acquisition. Okay. Oh yeah, So I, you're going I'm out and getting
2: T. Higgins.
0: Well, not that player specifically, right, but, but yeah. I'm saying mm-hmm. if there's a corner who's hey, if the rumors start heating up that Patrick Sertan might be available this off season, I want Brad Holmes pantsless at the front of the line, first round pick in play. I want this team. But you have to, put to put make their
2: their a first round in the middle pick. of the table, Mike. You got to make a first round pick this year. The draft's in Detroit.
0: D-G-A-F. 248-539-9797. Everything's on the table. I want to know if people really, now that the dust is settled, Rico, are you comfortable living in a world you've never existed in? And are you going to be okay hearing what comes out of these speakers when not all of it's going to be nice if they don't have an elite offseason? Yeah, I don't think people
2: are ready for that, Mike, because it kind of goes with what we talked about with the Pistons, but Lions fans have their favorite, so they want to be super aggressive, but I don't want to let go of this guy and this guy and this guy, and let's keep these all together. And that's not how it works because you have a limited amount of money that you can use. So in order to go get better, you're going to have to let go of some marginal to dead weight. Your favorite player, you can upgrade that person, but it's like, but yeah, but I got his jersey. Well, you'll buy a new jersey. But, I mean, when they showed, like, I think what uh, 17 total players played on the Chiefs and Niners from the last time they played in the Super Bowl, that's called roster turnover. It happens everywhere. But we become so – we love our players here in Detroit that they become sacred. You can't get rid of them. And I I don't know if people are ready for that aggressive style because it means that you're going to – Holmes is going to have to make some tough
0: decisions and he's going to have to get rid of some fan favorites. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Let's have a conversation about it, because it is it's it's different. The, the closest thing we've had would have been when the Tigers were all in, and they were held to a different standard. It was about going out and making the bold move. It was about the big signing. This is about doing what the Lions really have never been forced to do. So that's the conversation I'd like to have with you. 248-539-9797. Let's get your calls. We got a little five star zone ambush blitz later in the day. Let's get to business. Little lions talk about what's to come. I don't want to sulk with what happened on Sunday. Let's talk about what happens next and what standard are you holding them to? Cause I'm I'm saying it's S Bob or is, you know, since Rico likes Zabarro, this is Zababo. The Super Bowl or bust era. Greatest pizza ever. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning.
13: Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.
7: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark
0: of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. All right. Now, I'm only joking about the Zabob deal, but it's Super Bowl or bust. Your players have said it. The fact that both coordinators are back, if you're just tuning in today... I mean, Ben Johnson, you heard about while I was out sick, Aaron Glenn officially back today, and to me, now you have to get comfortable as a fan with the uncomfortable, which is this Lions front office is going to have to emulate the teams we've sat back and watched. And all jokes aside, and I'm not trying to put Rico in an awkward spot, but the Niners are one of those teams. Oh, they're already good. Doesn't matter, Christian McCaffrey. They're already good, Chase Young. They're already good. Randy Gregory, the dude should be in jail. Yeah, well, he's in our D-line rotation. Like, that's the deal. And I want you to understand. I'm not going to become some villain because I hold them to a standard. The standard is respect. You're a Super Bowl team now. So let's act like it. And I want to know if you're comfortable. And if you're telling me you're a little scared, You're afraid of it. You've been comfortable with the patience and the culture building, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Hey, that's fine. Uh, I'm leaving all that behind. I brought that out to the curb. It's time to roll. No, it's funny that you say that, Mike, because I do think that we've
2: been so cultured and doing it the right way that when you do that, you don't go after a Randy Gregory. He's a bad dude. But you know what? I don't care. You can help me win. Well, Chase, well, he's lazy. He's this. He takes plays off. I don't care. Can he help me win? Yeah, bring him on. You know, right. Jadavian Clowney, well, he's a boss. He never lived up to it. I don't care. He can come off the end for me for 20 plays a game. Let's bring him here for – you're not marrying these people. You're not bringing them here for for next five years. You're looking at five rental months. players that you're bringing in for one, maybe two years at the most. The same thing I think that you did with C.J. Gardner-Johnson. That yeah. type of thing where – Yeah, you may not invite them to the family barbecue, but they can help you win games. I think we've been preaching culture so much, it's going to be difficult, Mike, because it's the Lions' way of doing things. And in order to win, you just got to have a a potpourri of players. Some good ones, some bad ones.
0: All right, Kenny, ticket text. We'll go to the callers. What do you got, Kenny?
3: Uh, The first one that showed up at period said, Bob makes my balls tingle. That's from Scott and Carlton. Atta, baby, Scotty. Yes, all in on Sabob, and then another one. Hard disagree with the losing culture and fit requirements. The culture's the reason we got to where we have. Good story. Cool. Look around the league. Tell me if anyone agrees with you. The answer's no.
0: When you get near that mountaintop, the things you have to do to get there are usually pretty ugly.
9: Mm-hmm.
0: It's your call.
2: <laughs> it's like, the, you know, you never... Seen a really nice billionaire. Chances are they've done a lot of bad things to get to become a billionaire.
0: Right. Like you think the Chiefs were all pumped up to employ Frank Clark, help yeah. him get a Super Bowl. Yep. Yeah. You think the Niners are pumped up bringing Randy Gregory into the family? Nope.
3: I, I just I I I, I don't want to hear it. Let's let's keep it going. What do you got? Does Sabob mean being more aggressive at the deadline? We could have used some Sabob this year. Yes. It. Here's what it is. You get in the car, you get on the
0: highway. It's the pedal down, and you don't stop until the destination. It's not being aggressive between this mile marker and this one. It's about the whole time. Pedal to the floor. So, Bob also means that
2: you're not afraid of picking up the phone and saying, what's the asking price for this person? Is this person an upgrade to a guy that we have that's pretty good, but this person's great, and he could really take us over the top? So that's Bob, Mike. Yeah. When, when the Niners picked the phone, Christian McCaffrey, you didn't need him. Yeah. But uh, we
0: used him anyway. When are we, uh, when are we moving up to take Jared verse two, four, eight. Oh.
9: All right. <laughs> let's get to the people.
0: Hey, man, <laughs> I'm, I'm in prime form. Um,
9: let's you got, go. You're going to have go. to
0: give up a couple of number one picks to get that guy. Don't care. Bobby, he kicks it off. What's up, Bobby? Hold on. That was me. That was me. Kenny, can you fix that?
3: <laughs> oh no, i can't i'm
0: sorry <laughs> oh no what is taking place go to the
3: next one <laughs> i All hit the right, wrong, i we'll... hit
0: the wrong button how dare you we'll go to bill 971 what's up billy hey how are you today billy
6: what's going on pal uh you know i just want to make a comment about the pistons uh sure. you said your fear uh i have two fears sure one is that they won't trade anybody and the second fear is that they will.
0: <laughs> it's fear at both ends of the spectrum. I, I get it. <laughs> yep. I do. Because you you know you have you got a bum making these deals, and 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 even if you don't like the person, but you could understand the plan, you might give yourself some latitude. We don't we don't like we don't know or like either. I'm with you. It's why I started the show for two segments with it. Good. That's a, that's a good topic. Anything else? That's that's got it. Okay. Right. Appreciate it, Bill. Succinct, right to the point. Let's go to Ivy ninety seven one. What's up, Ivy?
7: Hey. Good afternoon to you guys. Hey, good afternoon, Ivy. sir. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, so, what I was thinking about was, you know, they had a good year this year, but this is. This is where it starts, really. You know, it's really disappointing. I'm bummed out, but what can you do about it? But this is the point from here on out where Brad Holmes and pretty much – well, Brad Holmes, for the sake of this conversation, uh, I don't want to say proves because he's proven he's a good GM, but makes the proper move to get a sustainable success. So my thing is what I wanted to get you guys' opinion on is I've been loving this guy since – Mississippi State. I, what, what do you think about the idea of t- trading for Jeff, Jeffrey Simmons? They got his guy here, his new mm. the new coach. Mm. They got his guy. He's only he's only twenty six. Yeah,
0: he and here's cap, the deal, Ivy. I'm glad you brought this face. up. I, I'm glad you brought this face.
7: up because he's he's a bad dude. He's a, he's the, a, he's a stud. No, no,
0: stud player. But he's also the same dude who beat a woman senseless in a parking lot.
7: I, oh, I, 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 mean, didn't, know, I didn't know about I didn't oh know yeah, Oh, yeah. Oh, mm. yeah. Bad
0: guy. Oh, yeah. Bad dude. Mm-hmm. But here's the deal. Oh. A, I mean, you can turn your life around, but I'm making a point to you. Right. Oh, that, that's a game wrecker. That's a Chris right. Jones. That That is an Aaron right. Donald. Oh, right. that's exactly the type of stuff we're talking about. Hell right. yeah, stuff Ivy. Like pick, pick up the phone and start dialing.
7: Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, doing something like that, getting a defensive tackle and, and free agency, you know, trying to get a, a veteran corner, because I don't think Cam Sutton was ever meant to be in the role he was in. No. But, you know, you have to, at this point, it, this is where it starts at, you know, and, and improving the team so that you can sustain that success. Here's one know? for
0: you. What's Jeffrey Simmons look like next to Aleem McNeil? I'll
7: right,
0: tell you what it could, looks like. Hmm. A dirty diaper for offensive coordinators. Hmm.
7: Right, and and one last thing, and I'll, I'll hang up a listen. The, I said this before on your show uh, called, and on the uh, morning show. I've said this quite a few times. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson is a good player. I wish his pocket awareness was better, but he's he's a really good player. You need to, as Brad Holmes, do whatever you can this offseason to, one, alleviate pressure from him, getting him a, a bookend like defensive end, and two, Getting somebody next to him that you, you can take the pressure off of the double teams, to where he's not your only guy. He does so That's much right. already. Uh, team, all te- just like that Green Bay game, the Packers game. All you you have to do is you can double because there's nobody else really besides the maybe that has that can do things for you. So your number one job this season is doing that.
0: Yep. And, and again, I, I there's no disagreement. I, I'm going to say it all off season. Last year, the mantra was, you're winning the division, you're winning a playoff game. This year, it is edge rusher at all costs. Hmm. I mean, you can bitch about the secondary all you want. Show me a good pass rush, I'll show you a good secondary.
2: Mike, I've been preaching that for the last few days, that you can bring in all the corners you want. You can go and revive Deion no Sanders' career. If you have no to cover a receiver for over five seconds, the receiver's going to get open. But if you can Preach. shut that down, and you make that quarterback, is he's... If you're forcing the quarterback to throw the ball within three seconds, now your corners are going to look all pro because you're bringing heat. You're making the quarterback uncomfortable. But when they can say, I mean, look at Jared Goff as a prime example. When he has all day, he can find any receiver, and he looks like he's a Hall of Famer. Put pressure on him, totally different person. That's what you need to do every game is bring pressure on the opposing quarterbacks and it comes with bringing in another edge rusher and and Mike maybe you like i said maybe that's where your first pick goes is you try to see who's that guy that wants out of whatever team and i'll give you a first round pick for him and you yeah. and you bring him here because no, if not trust- you got to you got to probably you play a waiting game because there is somebody down there we're not doing draft shows but if not now you're hoping to get a guy like a Chop Robinson from Penn State and adding him to the line which i think would help I think he would be a lot like Karloftis is with the Chiefs, where his value slid. I don't know why, but you see he's a pretty good player.
0: Yeah, and again, I trust Brad Holmes is that if he targets a guy up high, they're going to be good. So if they move up and they have a top 10 grade on a guy that they believe is a unicorn, and they do what they need to do to move up and go get him, that's fine. All avenues are open. I want them in the trade market, the free agency market, and the draft. Yes. Let's go to Pete, 97.1. Petey, what's going on, Actually, buddy? Mike, how about we get Pete next? Okay. You're number one, 97.1. <laughs> All right. All right, let's go right back to the people. It right. is the entrance to the S-Bob era, Zababo, because Rico loves Zabarro. <laughs> uh, it's Super Bowl or bust. The dust is settled. Both of your coordinators are inexplicably back. The only thing more inexplicable is how Bill Belichick and Mike Vrabel both got shut out of NFL coaching jobs. But Ben Johnson and Aaron Glenn, back. It is an unbelievable blessing. That teams of your caliber simply don't get. So I have asked, are you comfortable with the way we're gonna be handling this? And it's it's just the way we believe is right. That when you're in your Super Bowl window, it is pedal down. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear about next year. I don't want to hear about patience. I don't want to hear about culture. Trades, aggression, free agency, all of it. I want it all. Yeah, what's up, buddy? No, and I was gonna
2: No, 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 and I was going to say because you're in this era now that we, you you got closer to the Super Bowl, can we please not do the draft and stash and draft somebody who's hurt and going to redshirt this year only mm-hmm. to bring them in for the following year? Can that, those days be officially done? Great. Hey. It worked with JMO. You didn't have him that year, but you know what? You were god-awful and you didn't need him. The Hen and hooker thing – Ridiculous. Congratulations. That could have been a difference maker. Can we end that? Can you just draft players who can help
0: you play this year? Yeah, maybe instead of taking Hendon Hooker, you went and got Yaya Diaby. Mm. There's eight. There's eight and a half sacks you would have liked. Heard he was pretty so, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Rico on this. I, well, first of all, I have a right to make fun of it. I never liked the Hendon Hooker thing. No. He will never play here. Well, it's draft never. and stash, and you're looking
2: forward to the future and the future... Guys, your future right now because a baby. it can all come crashing down. Just when you thought, oh, we're going to go back a bunch of times, look at Buffalo, struggling. Look at the Eagles, struggling. Cowboys every year. This is our year until it's not. So you're there. Take advantage of it. Don't draft injured
0: players, period. To the people. All right, we
2: let's go, go, to go back to
0: Pete. Let's see if Rico hangs
14: up on it.
8: Hello, <laughs> Petey. Hey, Michael, Rico, even
14: Kenny. How are you guys doing today? Hey, man. Great, Pete. What's up? Uh, Awesome. Listen, um, I totally agree with what you're saying. The window is open now. You got both your coordinators back. I definitely agree you got to go for it. And there's been a rumor I've been seeing. I wanted to run it by you guys. Uh, Imagine on draft day in downtown Detroit and Goodell comes up to the podium and says, uh, the New Orleans Saints, at the 14th pick, make a trade with the Detroit Lions, and the Lions take this guy out of Alabama, cornerback named McKinstry. Oh, cool
9: and way. on day
14: two, on day two, it's going to cost the Lions a second and a third-round pick. Is that Brad Holmes showing up to the front of the line with his pants down? Yep. Um, it, is this guy worth it? And I would love to hear what you guys got to say about it.
0: Yeah, I mean – all right. First and foremost, Brad Holmes has earned the trust. Right. I mean, his first round selections have been on point. I mean, I I will never sit here and tell you I'm in love with taking a running back at twelve, but he moved down, he got assets, and he turned, you know, that first pick into two players. It's a it's a it's genius. Mm-hmm. If if he believes Kool Aid McKinstry has a top five grade, and this is our guy, and oh by the way, he's an amazing return man as well. Um, what am I gonna say? Yeah, but that's the type of aggression I love. Now I'd prefer it if you said they moved up and you know went out and got Latu Latu, or they got Verse. I don't want to nerd out, or if they got Jared Verse. But yeah, man, I mean Rico, I'm down with it, hundred percent. I like him.
2: I don't love him, but yeah, this is a Brad Holmes. I'm gonna trust you. Think that he could do that. I, I think that Kool Aid could be a good number two corner in the league. I don't know if he's the lockdown number one. If you're thinking he's going to be that sauce gardener type, no. But I think he could be a good number two corner in the league. Let's go to Jeff, 97-1. What's up,
9: Jeff?
15: Hey, how are you guys doing? I called to talk about the Pistons, but you you took my point, like Two untouchables, Cunningham and Durham. So we can move on to that. I want to run with this topic. Uh, sure. I am very comfortable with, you know, Super Bowl or bust because they had a team that could get to the Super Bowl. A drop pass, a dropped interception, and a fumble within a minute and a half put an end to that. But they can slug with anybody in the NFC, so they're there. So I'll give you three moves, and you can tell me if I'm ridiculous. Okay. First move is I'm, I'm from Toledo, and there's a cornerback named Mitchell mm-hmm. at Toledo who might be available at the end of the first round. That might be a look at. And I'm going to give you one in this one. So Mike, laugh at me or, or tell me mm-hmm. I'm onto something. I've seen that Khalil Mack maybe on the move. Is he that kind of guy you would risk some capital for for maybe one to two good years? Because we know he's just about yes. done. But is he that difference maker?
0: Yeah, 100%. You would? Yeah, he and had a really, really nice a kicker, year for them.
15: How about a kicker that we don't have to worry about a 48-yarder and say it's always going to be a we're going to go for fourth and two, someone <laughs> who we feel really good in San Francisco or Chicago or somewhere yeah. that's not a dome. That can make a 48 yarder, so we can "quote unquote" take those points when it's prudent. Yeah, I think if we do those as things, that's as super long as
0: it is a veteran, yeah, my answer is yes. What I'm not going to do, and I'm not throwing shade at Rico, I'm not taking high draft capital and drafting a guy. I'm not doing
2: it. No, you have to take a veteran with Dan Campbell because Dan Campbell. It's almost like he and the city of Detroit turned field goals into a four letter word. Where it meant failure. It meant that you were just not good enough because you didn't score touchdowns. Either go for it and not get it or touchdown. <clears throat> I don't think that Dan Campbell would, if he didn't trust the guys that he had, he's never going to trust a rookie. He needs to have a, an established vet that he knows okay, I'm reluctant in doing this, but go ahead and get me the three points so yeah, that he, they, they,
0: they don't think that field goals are failures. The kid from Toledo, is it Kenyon Mitchell or Quinyon? I, I, I forget what it is. I I saw him two, three times this year. He's always around the football. Yeah. I It, it might be like Kenyon but spelled with a Q, but I know the kid he's talking about. He's going to be a first-round pick. He's big, too. He's north of six feet. He
2: is, um, Mike. And, and now he is a legitimate corner. Like th- This guy could walk in there, and, and because he played at Toledo – no one really knew who he was. Yeah, so. I don't
0: care about that.
2: Right, he could be. I, now, I think he's a number one corner. Kool-Aid, people knew him because of his name, Kool-Aid, but, yeah.
0: Okay, I just, I, I just want aggression. Qu- Quign- I, I, I thought it was either Kenyon or Quinyan so yeah. I did Quignan okay. Mitchell. Yeah, he and is. And we haven't even started draft prep. I'm all over it. Yeah.
2: Now, if you moved up and said you were taking him, this is where people would be like, what? But Kool-Aid was on the board. Trust me when I say, this one... Probably
0: closer to sauce than Kool-Aid. But see, for me, like this is where a lot of, you know, I, I hate how we always prioritize the draft when it's really about free agency and trade season. Mm-hmm. You know, if you had an off season where you acquired, you know, a gentleman who called up earlier, let's say the Titans are in a rebuild. If you acquired Jeffrey Simmons, well, then draft night you move up and take Jared Verse. Think about what you have put in that D-line room. Hmm. <laughs> you could have Kenny Cott at corner. I don't care. I am going to win the line of scrimmage. You know who's going to look good all of a sudden? Cam Sutton. Like, thank you, thank you. Well, I won't get toasted. I think you'd unlock the Aiden Hutchinson that we want to see with actual sacks. See, I get frustrated with the pressure argument because not all pressures are created equal. Oh, he he created a pressure, right? Except he didn't maintain his rush lane, and then the quarterback's out the back door for a twenty-yard gain. Well, how effective was the pressure? Right, he got the pressure, but the, he got pushed to the outside, and the quarterback went right where he was standing. Yep, this is about getting Aiden to be a fifteen, sixteen, seventeen sack a year guy. It's about he needs help. Yeah, it's
2: about getting Aiden to be that Aiden that you saw for like the final three games of the season and going into
0: the playoffs, where all of a sudden it seemed like the light bulbs
2: went on. That's that, right. Two four
0: eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Guys on the line, we're going to get to you. Rico, are you prepared for the five-star zone ambush blitz? Let's do it. Next,
11: 97-1.
0: All right, we'll get to the uh, five-star zone ambush blitz momentarily, but we're going to check in with our man in the desert, Derek Stevens Circa. Talk about some of the fallout from last weekend, but also, look, the odds are there. Let's see where everybody's at with the Super Bowl. Derek, how are you?
8: uh, I'm still still getting over uh, Last weekend, like I think a lot of us all are, but uh doing all right. So,
0: I mean, first things first. The Super Bowl odds are out literally two minutes after the games go final. It opened up, at least on our end, it was Niners laying two and a half to the Chiefs. I see one and a half. Where is Circa at with the line right now, and where's the early money at?
8: Yeah, we opened exactly two and a half, as you said, It quickly went to two, went to one and a half, and it got as low as one. Uh, As soon as it hit one, that was uh, on the 28th. That was a few days ago. That's where it bottomed out, and it came right back to one and a half and two. Right now, we're close to going back to a two and a half. So early on was all Kansas City. In the last uh, 72 hours, it's been San Francisco money. It's funny. So how many, oh, I'm sorry. Go
0: one ahead, more. Mark. Rico, one second, brother. I apologize. D- Derek, so how many shifts do you see when they put the extra week between the title games and the Super Bowl? You got this weird two-week run-up for a singular game. How many, like, sways and waves of money do you typically see?
8: Well, you know, I, obviously this is going to be subject to uh, – to injury reports and things like that. So far, like for this Super Bowl, I don't think we're gonna see much of that. We also don't have to have a Super Bowl where anybody's gonna talk about weather. So I would say a little bit less. Um the way I would see it is early on was Kansas City money. Then you got this this uh this SWAT, the San Francisco money, but I but I tend to believe as we get close to kickoff time you're going to get another wave of Kansas City money coming in here. I don't believe this is ever going to see a three. And I got a feeling that, that in the last 72 hours, you're just going to get so much so much uh, uh, pressure from from the number of tickets and from the dollars on, on Kansas City. There's a lot of reasons. You know, I'm sure you guys have talked about it. You know, this strength of schedule issue, you know, the Chiefs with, with over a 10-game differential versus the 49ers on strength of schedule and how that's impacted the last 15 Super Bowls. I just think there's going to be a lot of reasons people are going to be coming with Kansas City money late.
2: Yeah, because, Derek, that was my question to you, and we're talking with Derek Stevens. At what point do you think that it would all of a sudden turn to Kansas City money that people are betting because that is Patrick Mahomes the defending Super Bowl champions? I was shocked that they weren't the favorites, and like, what do you think it would take for them to become the favorites?
8: Yeah, I think you know Media Day in Vegas is going to be Monday. Um, it's the Players' Night Monday night, and I think I think once these stories start getting getting uh, written up, you're going to see it all over next Tuesday. That's that's a point in time where I think you're going to start seeing this Kansas City uh, money, money money swaying in at, at really at that point.
0: Hey Derek, quick question because I know you're, you're the event guy. I mean, you do everything bigger and crazier. I mean, that was the genesis of stadium swim. So we're out there for March Madness. We know that's a first-class deal. It's, it's the best setup to me in the city. What the hell do you do for the Super Bowl, and how does it compare to March?
8: <laughs> well, I would say March Madness because it's, it's so many days long. There's a ton of people, all that. But for Super Bowl, it's a little bit different. We've got, we've got a total of nine parties we're throwing. Uh smallest one is two hundred and fifty people. Largest one's about ten thousand. Uh trying to coordinate the logistics of food and beverage during this uh during this event is something. So yeah, so we've got we've got five customer only uh events and then we've got four retail events. So it's just uh you gotta be able to hit it, you know, when when, when it peaks out. Stadium swim's a little bit crazy. That's been sold out now for a while. Um ballrooms are a private event, so so yeah, you just gotta throw a whole lot of parties. You gotta do it in a really short window.
0: Now listen, I mean we all look forward to it. It is the culmination of six months of you know you anticipate, you enjoy, and then it's here and then gone. Um, but yeah, it's 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 crazy what it's turned into. Like it's it's really become this global international thing, and, and Vegas obviously this year the game is there, but Vegas has become the epicenter for it. I mean people plan trips for the Super Bowl. No matter where the game is, because Lord knows you ain't getting to the game, right? Vegas has become yeah. that.
8: Yeah, I think I think you are right on, on that, Mike. I mean, I mean, you think about you think about how great a twenty twenty three season this was for all of us as fans, for you, and, for you and media, and and, uh, and and how the interest level has hit hit all time records, ratings on television all time records. People are buying streaming services just to make sure they don't miss a Thursday night or a Christmas game. Well, I think we're going to look back on twenty twenty three. Ten years from now, and say, boy, this was a, this was a watershed season. This is a season where where you could see all the groundwork was laid for for, for turning the NFL into this international, a, a, a really an international and global brand. Where we, you know we see it with the, with the scheduling coming out for next season, with these games are going to be in Germany and and then Spain and everywhere else. So this is this is the year where the NFL really really takes off in worldwide popularity, and I think I think they're going to be utilizing Vegas for a lot of reasons to kind of show it off.
2: Derek I know you guys are doing the circus squares but are you guys also doing any of the crazy prop bets that people can bet on
8: oh yeah we've got uh we've got 52 uh um same game same game parlays that we uh we've we've announced yesterday they'll be priced tomorrow the one thing about circus sports is we offer two- way markets so you know, it's, it's, if 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 you like something to happen, well, you can also uh, you you also have the opportunity to to make a wager against it. So, you know, we'll be up in our four states uh, where, where Circus Sports is located, and uh, we got 52 of these uh, 52 of these uh, very interesting parlays. Some longer odds than others. Uh, probably too many to mention here, but I but I think that's a, that's actually going to be a, another big topic for this year's Super Bowl. The amount of prop betting is going to set an all-time record. Uh, it's going to blow it away, I mean, throughout the country. It'll be awesome.
0: Well, Derek, listen, we'll, next week we'll be able to talk more game-specific stuff. And then, look, it's a countdown to March Madness, and we're going to see you real, real soon. So we will talk to you in a week and get ready for the big game. Appreciate it, my man.
8: All right, great to talk
0: to you guys. Thank you. I see you, Derek. All right, Derek Stevens, Circa Las Vegas, D Las Vegas. We'll get more of the people. I got to do this blitz with Rico. We got a lot left to do today, 97 1. All right, so it's no secret that since about August 1st, all of us have been bunkered up football mode. Now, after the fallout of the Lions game, People start coming out of a cave and looking up and going, wow, there's a whole other world out there. And something most people don't pay attention to is college hoops. So one man does the intrepid reporting of Mr. R.L. Beard on the five-star zone. Well, I am going to be asking questions of Mr. Beard and Evan Jenkins, two of the people who love college hoops most, to refresh you. For better or for worse, about our two in state programs. Kenny Music. Onions! Double order! All right, here we go. (laughs) Five star zone ambush blitz. Here we go. Gentlemen, we're going to start with Rico. Evan, you respond to follow. We clear. Let's go. Let's party. Rico, a year from today, is Jawan Howard still the head coach at Michigan?
13: No,
2: I do not think he is the head coach at Michigan a year from today. He is cashed out, Mike. If you see his sideline demeanor, he looks like a man. He had, They asked him a question about Tom Izzo winning 700 games, and he was like, you know, I'd, I'd like to win 700 games, you know, if if that's possible. And it was that last little, wow, that was awkward. Like, he knows it's going to happen.
13: I personally, Evan. I do think he's going to be the coach next year because they're going to have the excuse. They're going to say, well, he had the heart problems early in the year. He didn't get to coach a full season. So now that we have him back at 100%, he's good to go.
2: What does the heart problem have to do with leaving Jay Napkins wide open for 7-3 points?
13: I'm not saying it's the best okay. response, but I think that is the response we will get from university. Mike, the Oversa- you know what? This is your party. Let's go.
0: More, More on that later. Let's go Evan first, Rico second. Mr. Jenkins. Yes. Is Tom Izzo partially washed, fully washed, or not washed at all? Evidence with your answer or kindly F off.
13: that that's a good question i'm gonna say he's partially washed and the reason why i don't think he can go after players like he used to to get the response out of them let alone do i believe players want that kind of coaching anymore so i think it's partially washed where he'll still put a respectable product out on the floor but not necessarily get you 25 wins a year
0: rico beard He's partially
2: washed, but he's his own worst enemy right now. He doesn't want to evolve. He doesn't want to adapt, and he's going to try to show you that I'm still smarter than you, and I can do it my way, and it will work, damn it. It's like, you don't have to do this anymore. I know, but it's still going to work because that's how I feel it should be. So once he gets out of his own way, Mike, that can change, but right
0: now he's partially washed. Both Michigan and Michigan State stink. Now it's different levels of stink gentlemen the two of you have to sort this out together this is the lowest point between the programs since dot 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 to me it's bordering on the end of judd heathcote and the brian ellerby era gentlemen what say ye for michigan i would say no no both together
13: Uh-huh. Man, that's such a question because I- my lifetime Izzo's been there since, what, 97 or whatever? And has been successful. Th-
2: this is the lowest for Michigan State, Evan, I would say since 2020, where they had to win three games over top five opponents just to get into the yeah, play-in game. Michigan
13: was good that year, so it's like it's hard to find them
2: correlating together. So when's the last time together. They, were they both,
13: both stunk? 96? I mean, State wasn't yeah. that great with like Respert wasn't good until he was like a senior, right? Yeah, but they
0: lost to Weber State in 95. 96 would be the post Respert John Garavaglia era. Yeah, 96, I think they were in the NIT. God. Correct. They lost to Florida State, I think.
13: Yeah.
2: Of course. Mike knows the
13: team that they lost to.
2: (laughs) So, yeah, I would say, yeah, 96
0: may be that year. All right. Gentlemen, between the two of you, between our two in-state programs for the people just leaving their cave of football... How many NBA players between these two programs? Oh, Uh, jeez. What do you mean by an
13: NBA player? Like, how many games do they have to play in the league to be considered? No, 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 A
0: player that someone would pay financial return for them to play basketball in the continental United States. Well, there's Jace Howard. Huh, okay.
13: (laughs) Um,
9: Man, uh, if I have my drop board.
13: so Okay. Here you go, Mike, just for you. Oh. two max ah. i'm gonna say there's two max who uh maybe three the kid that transferred in from tennessee from michigan Tom i was. think he could play in the NBA you know what? on a good team
2: actually evan yep you get because he wasted his transfer year he should have stayed at tennessee yeah he came to michigan thinking that michigan was going to
13: catapult him to the league and he re, he's just eating regret sandwiches every day and then for michigan state Maybe Cohen Carr develops a shot.
9: but stop. He's he's athletic, but you
2: know what he is in the NBA? Everybody in the G League. So we're saying one? One, Maybe I I would say because of the way he can shoot the ball when he gets streaky,
13: maybe Walker. Maybe, but he's too small. I think if Cassius didn't work, Tyson's not going to work. He's faster than Cassius. I know, but Cassius was a better overall player. But I do think you guys Walker's are, like...
0: You guys are painting a picture that people missed nothing. That's the beauty Jackson of it.
13: Jackson Kohler, he's going top ten. There you go, Mike. Oh, how about some more of those pocket passes
0: two feet from oh the basket? You right. bum. Go right. up with it. Okay, then. Next. Listen, I want to start with Rico Beard. Rico, you were at the game the other night. Is it's Juwan Howard... Is Juwan Howard... A, a living, breathing human. B... A hologram, like Prince or Michael Jackson. Or C, a COVID-era cardboard cutout. I have never seen a less engaged coach in my life. Discuss. Honestly, Mike, I was like 20 feet away from the
2: Michigan bench, and can I combine B and C that he's a hologram of a cardboard cutout that he was in 2020? Because he just wasn't you didn't see emotion. You didn't see passion. You didn't see him firing up. Once Michigan State went on that run, he called a timeout. Didn't really yell at his players. And then after that, he just he accepted the fact, all we do are lose games in the second half. I'm okay with that. You guys go out there and have fun.
13: Yeah, it was weird. He just stood there with his arms crossed. Like you said, emotionless is what I saw on TV, but... It's just how did it go so bad so fast for the University of Michigan? You had three dudes, what, just two years ago that went in the NBA draft, and now like the cupboard is so bare that this Lou Ellen, the kid that transferred in last year that blew his knee out, he's one of your top players, and you look around college basketball and you're like, I don't know if he necessarily belongs. I mean, the fact that he, we still, he won't
2: tell us what's going on with Doug McDaniel, just tells me yeah, he's kind of lost cabin pressure, and he's just. He's just going with with the flow, Mike. It's like yeah, how I feel today is what's going to happen.
13: Well, and they had a big kid coming in from overseas, I think in Argentina, and now he can't get cleared by the NCAA, so he's staying in Spain next year. So All right, it just keeps getting
0: worse. Gentlemen, let's let's Evan your leadoff here. Ooh. How much heat should Tom Izzo be under for what looks like the fourth lost season in a row for Michigan State basketball? Don't hit me with legend status. Talk sports.
13: How much heat? Should the great time Izzo be under? Right now, I think if we were looking at like a burner, it's on mid. But if they have a stretch right now where they could roll, rattle off, what, five, six wins in a row if they keep it up. And I think that pressure goes off. But if they if they flirt with that, that playing game again this year, I think his butt's as hot as it's ever been. Mr. Beard. Yeah. Um, I agree with Evan.
2: You you, because you started off top four. Yeah. And if you're in the bottom four or bottom eight and you're in that play-in game, that's one of those head scratches. Now, he's got enough equity that nobody's going to walk in there and, and tell him that. It no, may it's be, why I
0: said should. That's right. why I said should, not reality. That's but,
2: it. yeah, if if you're back, if, if you do what, what was it, Carolina did last year and went from, you know, number one overall to N- NIT, NIT – then that's the head-scratcher, and that's where, yeah, you start to wonder, have you lost
13: control? If he accepts an NIT bid and they don't make the tournament, just walk away, go into the sunset. You got 700, like, that's it. I don't even think that would be an option. I think his pride would
2: just say, no, I'm not doing this.
13: It's very irritating. Especially
2: now because of, uh, you know, vacancies at Kansas, he's now the longest-tenured coach to make the tournament. You know that means something. It's coming to a point
13: that I can sit there – Look at my TV and know the play that they're running. You know the other team knows it because he's been running these sets for 20 years now. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. We R.L. Beard leadoff. Michigan
0: sits in dead last in the Big Ten with a 2-8 and eight conference record. 7-14 and 14 overall and have lost nine of their last ten games. The eight games remaining are as follows. Rutgers, Wisconsin at Nebraska, at Illinois, MSU, at Northwestern, Purdue, at Rutgers, at OSU, Nebraska. Gentlemen, how many of those games does Michigan win?
2: It's kind of like the NBA, Mike, where you're not going to lose them all. So I'm going to say two. Rutgers is a game that they can win because Rutgers plays great defense, does not score, but it's going to be at home. You're going to have Doug McDame on the court. So (laughs) that can help you. The other game... Is MSU because it's a rivalry game, and maybe Juwan can tap in and get those guys angry and fired up. The only problem is, is you know, not a lot of kids from the state of Michigan on either team, so it. I don't know how much this game means to them.
13: Yeah, I had Evan. two as well. One one was to Nebraska, the other was to you Ohio. You don't walk into state. Nebraska, man. No, they got him here, oh. and so Ohio State they've already beat this year. So I think that's a possibility, but it's just, it's two different dynamics. When Doug McDaniel steps on the floor, everybody else is just a ghost out there and they don't exist. When he's not out there, they play like more of a team, but then they don't have their best score. It's a conundrum and I kind of laugh at it.
0: All right. Last one in a minute or less, Michigan State ranks 258th in rebounding. Not bad. Un- unthinkable. Could be two hundred and fifty nine. Tom is <laughs> up. They also <laughs> give up north of 70 to anybody with a pulse. Is it fair to say this program's identity is dead?
13: What, de- defense and toughness? Well, oh, the whole what about
4: shoulder, the war drill?
2: Yeah, the shoulder pads and all of that. Yeah, because, Mike, you don't have any big men that are really good. So that's the yeah, problem. You, space I wonder colors. who recruited these big men. And, uh, and that's uh, the biggest problem. Hey, look, do you want the answer? Or did you just want uh, an excuse to give a shot? I love you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, but the, because when you go out there you you don't have that guy who, all right, if Maddie can't score, at least Maddie will score. We no, know but, this. But terrible. at least he'll go out there and get you
0: 15 rebounds. Yeah, what about a span Cheddar of Three Bob? games
13: at this point.
0: He's killing me. Will Cheddar?
13: Uh, it could be worse, yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. Gentlemen, I'd like to thank you both for officially telling people the right answer. Thank God football happened. You've missed nothing in this state. That is your five-star zone ambush blitz, 97-1. All right, Mr. Kenneth Cott, just a couple of ticket texts if you would. We'll put this topic to bed. A little fun with uh, the post-college and pro football world we're living in. It ain't good on the college side, nor the pro on the hardwood. The Red Wings are our salvation. Until the uh, Motor City Kitties are back at Comerica, but what do you got on the ticket? text?
3: Izzo not fully washed, but getting close. Agree with what Evan had to say. I- I'm
0: gonna say I'm gonna say this, and we'll do a show later down the road. You can like someone, but be honest about them. And here's where I'm at oh, with Oh, Mike. You can't do that because Michigan State fans only want to hear you're pretty. Well, I don't care. Here's the deal. Tom's got two choices. He can either get rid of this staff and get difference makers. Hit the portal and buy the best player available. Hit recruiting and buy the best player available. It's no secret. MSU basketball is one of the most well-heeled NIL programs in America. Do better. Or go enjoy your life, man. Don't become Jim Beheim. Mm-hmm. Don't don't become sad pizza.
2: No bottom line. He
0: he Mike,
2: he wants that second title. But... Well then
0: do what it takes to get it, damn it. Well don't yeah. show me Maddie Sozoko
2: did let me finish i, was I couldn't help it it was an outburst you know what you know why don't you just go ahead and take him to church mike finish it I, out I, I, finish out the show no. to six <laughs> <I'm
9: sorry. laughs> i
10: can't take anymore <laughs>
0: i can tell the-
2: your mike i can tell your frustration
0: just like a lot of spartan fans are frustrated. you know what it is it, it's crazy because like i watch a ton of college hoops and when i watch the big 10 it's ass the whole league is garbage. Like I wouldn't even take any pride winning the Big Ten. Watch the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. The Big Twelve is the dude who's not your daddy, but he comes to your house and nails your mommy. The Big Twelve is the boss. The Big it's, Twelve, yeah. The Big woo. Twelve
2: is what would happen if you, the Big Ten and the ACC had a kid because or they're if Tom was
0: Still running an elite program.
2: Okay, <clears throat> it, 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 dude. It's true, Mike. If you can just let me set something up. All right, my bad, my bad. Uh, Kenny, you know I'm what? Get, no, 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 back. no, no, no. Marco, Mike, no. Mike, Mike, no. You know what? No, No. Okay, no, no, no. No, no, calm, calm no. Down. Down. You go Only right ahead. Only one
0: percent. Twelve dollars of jewelry. You, you, <laughs> you go right ahead, Mike. No, I'm done. I promise. Go ahead, set it up. What, what I am
2: saying is, you know, the Big 12. Yes, they have the toughness, but they also have they can run up and down the court like the ACC. For the Big Ten, I don't think it's a coincidence that you haven't won the title since Mateen Cleaves. We are borderline close to Cleaves' son being on MSU's team. And the question really is, will the Big Ten as a conference win a title before Cleaves' son get there? It's, it's, they still believe in the whole toughness and let's beat each other up and that style of basketball typically does not play well when you get to the tournament, now you you know Iowa just kind of bucked the trend, but Iowa always has that game in the tournament where they just can't miss a make a shot, and they're only lose by thirty and they're done. But yeah, I'm with you for Tom. It kind of goes back to what we said about the Lions. If you really want this last title, you got to do what it takes to get the last title. And I thought for a second he was there when they brought in Tyson Walker. I was like, okay, you know what? This guy is good. He was good at Northeastern. He's going to really help this team out. But then he kind of stopped and he didn't take that next step and bring in that transfer big man. Tom gambled on the big man that he had and the development that they were going to have and it didn't work out. And that's what you're seeing right now. And that's why you're frustrated, along with a lot of other Spartan fans, because you don't get rebounding. Watching Michigan State, who can't rebound, it's like, wait, what do you mean you can't rebound? That's what you built this whole thing on, was defense and rebounding. And you're like, what are you? What is, What number did you say there? 200 and what? Like The fact uh, that it's a two in
0: front of it is embarrassing. Not 20, but 200. I believe it's 258th. Yeah, not the not that I'm trying to needle. Um, no, but the other side of it too for the Michigan fans. John Beilein was a great coach. John Beilein had built a really good program, a program that twice in a ten-year span played for a Natty. Juwan Howard, to me, has effectively not only burnt the house down, he's bombed its ashes. This program is right back to Kevin Gaines in a wrestling match on the lodge. Yeah, it, it is. It's Ellerby.
2: Kevin Kane's in the rest
0: That's a good pull, Mike. If a lot of know, people have no idea. Know, yeah, I know. But you know what I'm saying. Because This, you're, is, a Michigan, this you're, is a Michigan program that Rico,
2: look at this thing. Yeah. Jawan went and got players that he could try to become one and done and get to the league. And I think that was important for Jawan Howard. And he got a lot of players to the league. But the problem is, When you have NBA lottery picks and Hunter Dickinson, who's one of the best players in the league, and you don't make the tournament, there was a disconnect there. How do you have all of this talent and you don't win the Big Ten? You don't go to the tournament. You don't go to a long run. I think for him, it was more, I'm from the NBA. I can spot NBA talent. I'm going to put my kid and other people in the best spot to make the NBA. And that was the end game for Juwan. It wasn't winning a national title. It was pumping in as many players as he could to the NBA, which is why Conway came there. He transferred in from Tennessee because he was like, well, if you could do all that with those guys, can you do that with me? I think he still is an NBA player, but he's wasted this year at Michigan. He's really good, but he's just on a really bad team.
0: Sorry,
3: Kenny, go ahead. Michigan really showing they're not a basketball school anymore. Another one. Can we do more of those, Mike? That was fun.
0: Yeah, yes, because look, now that we're after football, we can open up the conversation to a few other things. Look, tomorrow, I will do a legitimate five star zone blitz. I will catch you up on everything you missed in college basketball. Nationwide. Best teams, best players, fun notes. This was more let's start out with local. It's been a complete clown show. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that game the other night, I actually wanted both teams to lose.
2: I know. As I told you, Mike, just let the Nyquil kick in and go to sleep. <laughs> because last night, I mean, that the game Wednesday night was—it didn't have the same feel as Michigan–Michigan Michigan State games in the past. It was a, it was, you know, the state fans got into it later, but it—it it wasn't the fire. It wasn't the. I mean, you didn't even you didn't even have like the giveaways where there's like a towel like everybody waves around, or it's a where everybody wear white, or everybody do something. It was like, yeah, Michigan's coming in at nine o'clock, and let's just play them. I guess I told Kenny and I I said it on the five stars. Oh, Mike, there was to me it felt more energy when Greg Campy Oakland showed up than that game. Well,
0: oh, I'll leave that
2: to
3: Kenny. Go ahead, Kenny. It stinks seeing Izzo like this, but a part of me still believes he's got another Final Four left in him. All right, but here's my point. Just so I don't
0: want people to get bent out of shape. Guys, how many years in a row do you get for a team to be totally uninteresting, next to totally untalented, and accomplish next to nothing? Like, I'm sorry, but you don't get this endless runway. I can name the court after you and build a statue next to Morgan Freeman outside the Breslin Center and that's all well and good respect It's bill wall and I am I mean not yeah, bill Walton. Know, yeah uh, uh. yeah it, it's just but guys this is four straight years of nonsense this is a nonsense product and if I have to hear people apologize, now I'm not this is not Rico I'm saying you're the head coach you you greenlight whoever gets a scholarship to come here Look at that collection of players on Michigan State, and tell me what the hell I'm looking at. I mean, what were we throwing darts? It's ridiculous, yeah. totally ridiculous. And honestly, after four years of nothingness, you lose your status as a blue blood. Yeah, you don't get to stay there. You don't get to just be that. It is what it is, man. No, I think they're and it, yeah,
2: they're they're not. That, Mike, and I meant Bill Russell, not Bill Walton. But, yes, they are – they're their name only in that blue blood status. They haven't done anything to really take it to the next level. I mean, you're still riding the final four with Cassius Winston. You know, we're getting close to four years – of that was four years ago. So Five. Five. Wow. Okay. Sorry. No, but uh, – yeah. So you're there because you play in the, uh, you know, in the Champions Classic every year. You're being told that you're a good team, and even when they go to it, they're a pinata. Well, um, it's, uh, I mean, it's just they don't they don't win those games. They they have a losing record, but they have one game.
0: Oh, we're we're gonna schedule tough again, Rico. Yeah, <clears throat> <clears throat> great. Body bagged. Yeah. Okay. Glad we got that <laughs> off our chest. <clears throat> uh, you got you got any more? You sure? No, I'm all set. Ten I, seconds I, gone, I, Mike. I, no, if I, if I did another ism impersonation, I'm pretty sure I'd lose my voice. That all almost right. killed me. Okay. No more of that. Let's do Deal Breakers next. 97.1. All right, Odyssey.com Rewind. If you missed anything, we did the Lions earlier in the day. A new era begins. We got a little Piston stuff for you. That's all there right now. We do it every week. On Thursdays, it's Deal Breakers.
10: In the world of sports and everyday life. We the people need to make critical decisions that will impact our future. Some are right, some are wrong. Some are deal-breakers.
0: And this music is still here. Ah, God help me. Soothing. It is anything but, it's absurd. All right, Roberto. Yeah, but it's now a staple,
2: (laughs) right? You gotta keep it. It's like, you know, (laughs) it's expected. You know, it's like, da-da-da-da-da-da. All right. Yeah, this is that. All right, let's
10: just dive in, all right? First one here. You ready? Bear with me on this one. A little long. Let's go. Ugh. He's never said that before. I know. Oh, <laughs> That's no, how excited oh, yes. I am for this one. It's so salacious. Here we go.
3: Don't
10: <laughs> see that black. Oh, well, maybe. Wait <laughs> <laughs> till I get through this. Okay. You were at a house party recently watching the Lions 49ers game. A friend of yours took a nice photo of you and your friend's neighbor sitting on the couch and posted it to social media. All of a sudden, the photo starts getting hundreds of shares and comments. (laughs) Upon further review, you see that your friend's neighbor in the photo with you has a very distinguishable bulge in his pants. It's still wet. (laughs) You are now involved because you are in this viral photo. How do you stop the social media floodgates from distributing this photo for eternity?
9: You can't.
13: It's on the Internet.
10: <laughs> yeah, you're done, dude. He's out right? of the bottle, man. You it's can't it's do done, anything it's about done, that. Right? Yeah, yeah, as
13: soon as it hits, you're it's over, man. Because you
10: can't even ask him, even if he were to take it down.
13: He's the one that should be offended. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. I think it's the other one.
0: <laughs> what are we doing?
13: <laughs> I'm all about it, man. If you're at somebody's house and they're taking photos, it's probably going to end up online. That's your own fault. Okay, you know what?
2: How about let's just have fun and let's not put anything online.
13: <laughs> People right? need to these days. Uh, you know, I, mean, I, we don't I, need to take pictures of the spread. We don't need the reaction videos. Yeah, cutting the cheese the first time.
0: Oh, I, I,
13: I am at a loss for words.
0: Uh, <laughs> so, time out, gentlemen. You're missing the most. You're asking the wrong questions. Roberto, you base these off of real life situations.
10: It wasn't him in that photo. <laughs> actually, this so, comes from uh, yeah, I mean, this comes from an actual news story, as does my next one here that we're gonna do. But, so this actually uh, happened. Yeah, just this, not to you. Yeah, this was on a, a gossip site that I found, and uh, not to me. Did you see the photo? I, uh, no. Oh.
2: Well, because it's um, it amazes me, like the fan reaction, like when you see the person just lose it. And I think half of
0: those are fake. See, they're and all okay- fake.
2: No, occasionally I think there are some that are real and they just don't realize their friends
13: are actually recording. Like those videos that pop up where they're like putting up a fan next to the like no. kickers kicking a field goal. I'm like, it's Let fake. me give you like, me I give saw one Hold on,
2: Mike. I saw one and it was like a guy who was yelling at when the Lions kicked the punt and the ball went into the end zone. And he was just like... You just do punting all the time. And I, I just kept watching that
0: all over because <laughs> he wasn't making sense, but I understood what he was saying. Go ahead, Mike. No, the fakest ones are when the NFL players' wives and families do this crap. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're at the game of your loved one supporting them. Oh, but you just happen to film yourself. In a big mump stop. Just stop. Well, apparently nobody
10: believes you. It's lit perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. right.
0: Right. Exactly. Just like.
2: Somebody oh, was holding
0: wait. a boom mic. Yeah. Wait,
2: you're telling me reality TV is not real, Mike? It's <laughs> real to me. No, but it's okay. just like like everybody. Apparently, you had to show your reaction in the suite, and then pan over to Eminem to get his there reaction in the
0: suite. There you go. Yeah, it's all. It's all garbage.
13: It didn't work out well for them, by the way, as soon as Eminem just started to show those middle fingers. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I would guess that one of the great MCs and freestyle rappers of all time, probably not the guy I want to talk bleep
13: to. He's like five four, a, But
0: doesn't matter. The dude will release a
13: track on his way home. Hey, he went on his own radio station, said he was gonna have one on Ben Johnson if he didn't re-sign or stay right. here. This track. Yeah, Ben heard that. He's like, no NFL coaching job for me. Where do he
10: I stayed. sign? Yep.
9: <laughs> I right, want go that ahead.
10: Heat.
13: I'm Not Ben Zeno. <laughs>
10: All right, another one taken from actual news. Your wife tells you that her sister recently returned a sofa to a big box store for a refund. <laughs> The issue is the sofa has been utilized in her living room for over two years. The store ends up refunding her the money. Is she justified in this return,
13: or do you think she is flat-out crazy? She got her money back, didn't she? Yep. All right, justified to me. Yeah, she's the winner here. I mean, if if you can return something after After two two years? years... They're More ref- power to her, yeah. man. How this, is this, this a particular, deal? Yeah. This, this particular
10: store has a 100% return policy. No, and, and, and you don't even need your receipt. This particular store will find your receipt in their system. They found wow. her two and a half year old receipt and refunded her the money. So what's the question? Is what is that? Is that something you would do? Is this or do you want to be Yeah. Do with you want somebody. to be looking like a scumbag doing this, or do you? Uh, no, no. I mean, no. You're, you're, <laughs> your sister's a low life
0: loser. That's yeah. all that. Is. Yeah,
10: but yeah. she's got a new I mean, couch. She, she worked the system. Yeah. Like if,
4: if
2: something was wrong with the couch, yes. Like if but it was if a just, Seinfeld situation. But you're just doing this to because you want a new couch. No. Yeah, you're working the system. Right. You're a piece of
0: garbage. It's the same thing when people cheat welfare. You're garbage.
13: Wow took a weird turn.
0: No, it doesn't. <laughs> if you're cheating, no, stop. No, no, no. No, no, you oh, no. You cheated. No, no, no. Calm, calm no, 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 no.
13: You cheated the system. That's wrong. Or, it's not right. Played the game the right way. But
10: yeah, yeah would you and then what what some people that were asked about it in this article said, well, these these big box stores they have, you know,
0: endless money doesn't, doesn't mean matter. anything to them. No. Doesn't no, doesn't matter. I don't I I I, I hate people. That's really <laughs> I knew he would say that.
10: It's just wrong. It is wrong. <laughs> All right. Here's another one. Another sister scenario. Oh, God. Your sister and her husband are having a baby. Oh, congrats. Yes. Your brother-in-law is a huge Star Wars fanatic. He is insisting on the child's name being Kenobi, (laughs) as in Obi-Wan. Really? What other Kenobis are there? You know? You know? (laughs) You you know your sister better. Leroy Kenobi. (laughs) Leroy (laughs) Kenobi. What about OG Ananobi? (laughs) You know your sister better than anyone, and you know she doesn't want this, but is conceding just to appease him. Do you say anything or his none kid or business? His kid. Here's the
2: thing: that could be his name, and we all know kids gonna be called something else all of his life, and no one will know his real name is Kenobi. I mean, yeah, Kenobi could be Ken or Nobi or just yeah. whatever. Yeah, you call him Junior, call him whatever you want to call him. That's that's between those two. Not me. It's Kenobi also
13: worked for a girl's name.
10: Yeah. 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 It was either boy or girl. It would be Dude, Kenobi. You can call Kenobi him... Jenkins. You can do whatever. Come on. Pretty strong. Honestly, you know it what? It sounds
0: like a Key and peel skit. Right. You, you can call him Obi Trice. I don't care. Obi <laughs> Trice <laughs> Kenobi. Yeah. Uh, you, if you ever want to create family problems, go ahead and get inside someone else's, you know, marital decisions. I, unless they come to you for an opinion, I'm with you guys on this. You need to sit this one out. Right. You don't have
2: to call. Like, you know what? You'll make up your own name for the kid, boy or girl, and that's what you'll call that
13: kid what all that their life.
0: that's Kenny's real name and we just don't know
13: Oh, my time. God. Would that be awesome Kenobi or what? Cod. Like, <laughs>
3: you, Kenobi Cod. <laughs> you thought it was Kenneth. No, no, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> you
2: were going to find that out tomorrow in the Black History Month Minute. Leroy
0: Kenobi <laughs> Cod. Han Solo <laughs> Cod. <laughs> hey, like, think about it. Roberto bases these on real things. Things and often won't tell us the source no. what if this is really Kenny's dark confession
13: it would be so good oh, I
0: would love, love his, his oh real God. name is like Eldrick Kenobi Koch <laughs> and he goes by
3: Kenny I'm flying real close to the Sun doing it during deal breakers is what I would say to that <laughs> no. So- okay. no 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 calm, calm no no <laughs> I'm the lady in the background of that. Calm calm down.
11: <laughs> Kenobi Cot.
3: I think it's
2: sticking.
10: I, <laughs> I know.
6: Going
11: with it. 100%. <laughs> That's and, fine. And
2: just like that is how you come up with a nickname for the kid. Oh, there good old go.
13: Kenobi running the board over there. Let's go over to Kenobi Cot. What's up con. there?
0: <laughs> Kenobi <laughs> Thick cot. Oh. Go ahead, Man. <laughs> okay. Kenobi, what you got? Kenobi. Kenobi. What's
10: up there, Kenobes? <laughs> No, no, no. No, 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 no. Oh, that one's
13: sticking in my brain. Yes. yes,
10: All right, we got time for one more? I feel a song coming up by tomorrow, Roberto. Kenobi's got time.
3: All right, fine. Kenobi's got time.
10: <laughs> Do we? Oh, no, we don't. Okay, okay. We'll save this one.
11: Tremendous.
10: Brought to you by Kenobi <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh
0: Hold on. Yeah, i got to do something. I I didn't plan on this one, but damn, Beanie, he put it in his update.
2: Beanie did it again.
0: Yeah, here's what we're going to do. Odyssey.com Rewind, if you want to hear about the Lions, uh, the new era, we're calling it Zabob, Super Bowl or bust, um, and what it entails, you can go get that. If you want to hear a week from today, my biggest fear about the trade deadline, you can go get it. But see, I, I... I have to, I Rico, I have to, because I did the topic before he was asked about it, and I told you, Harbaugh didn't leave you in a better spot, but there is no depths that that man will not sink to. He'll just lie his way through everything. It is absolutely hilarious. I mean, I, believe me, it's no skin off my back. If he stayed, it's good for radio. If he leaves, it's good for radio. My program stinks. And we got a new coach. But my, my whole point is, here's the situation Michigan's in right now. And you just heard in Beanie's update, oh, Harbaugh, I left him in a great place and blah, blah, blah. No, you didn't. You burnt them to the ground and bombed their ashes. Mm-hmm. Not only does Harbaugh leave amidst two NCA investigations. Those very investigations, Michigan cannot hire any coaches because coaches won't touch them. Oh, and I'm not talking about Sharon, promoting from within and keeping Sharon and trying to keep recruits. I understood that, I advocated for that. But you know what, Sharon Moore can't do, can't hire anybody. You notice they did a Friday news dump for their new head coach, real weird, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, it was it was late. So then you go, well, what about Michigan's other coaches? You notice no college, nobody touched with a 10-foot pole any of your staff you know why they're tainted Mm -hmm. just like your national title so then you look at harbaugh not only left the school he's poaching the staff now i never thought for a second he wouldn't take a single guy harbaugh's trying actively right now to take everyone not just minter not just the strength and conditioning guy. You D-line coach. He's bombing you. He is ripping you apart. And, and, and for those of you who go, well, coaches take people with them all the time. How many college coaches bring a college staff to the NFL? Not many. Not many. Yeah. If he had this great affinity for Michigan and love for Michigan, oh, you going to tell me Jim Harbaugh doesn't have deep NFL ties? Oh, wait, that's where he got Minner from. That's where he got Mike McDonald from. He destroyed you. And now I got to tell you something. If if <laughs> for this guy to go out there and just lie again, like he did on the night they won it all, saying we're innocent. No, you're not. Like he did to Ward Manuel when he said, Ward, I don't want this to be a yearly thing. No, nah, you're a liar. Like he, like he lied to the NCAA. Like, at what point, if you're a Michigan fan, do you look at this and go, I'll be damned. We did everything for this cap.
2: But in the in the end, it's like, Rico. No, but here's the thing, Mike. And this as is the th- shortest honeymoon for a national title I've ever seen. It is, but it's like what I told Beanie. You know what he could have said, and and depending on where you're at, both things could be true. Well, how did you leave Michigan? I left it with a trophy case. I left him with a trophy and a trophy case. I left him in better shape than they were last year. They got a natty. So I moved on. Facts. Now you did some stuff to get to it, and you're right. When you left, no one went after your coaches. You knew Mentor was going with him, but yeah, he's, you know, Sharon Moore is just kind of there hoping that he could get somebody to come and help him out with this team. He made a pitch to get uh, a recruiting coordinator from Notre Dame, and Notre Dame, he he rebuffed him and was like, now nah, I'm staying here. Like, it's difficult for
0: him. He's well, nobody, trying. nobody with a brain can go there. The NCAA, and, and look, you're seeing it in certain circles of Michigan media. They know. They know nobody wants your coaches tainted, and they know nobody, you can't hire anybody. Who the hell's Michigan going to be able to call up and hire? With, with those investigations coming down. I'm being serious. That I man, man, they just just missed me with the Sparty stuff. We're talking news
2: now. Well, here's what happens. Because if you go to work with him, you're going to be tainted. Now, eventually you're going to go on to another job and they're going to say, well, what about when you were at Michigan? I wasn't there when that happened. Are, are you sure? Like, you're, yeah, you, once you go to Michigan, you're going to be a part of that whether you were actually on the staff or not. And you still, we still don't know, you know, how much Sharon Moore knew, because remember he got suspended early in the year
0: as well, yeah, for the recruiting violation. Yeah, so I just think it's incredible. Like for a guy that should be celebrated, if I were a Michigan fan, I'd actually have a level of animus. Not only did he leave after allegedly not taking a ten-year, hundred and twenty-five million dollar deal. Not only did he leave after not taking the deal, but he had the audacity to ask for immunity as if he had turned state's evidence. But then he leaves, pilfers the staff, and the school's paralyzed where they can't hire anybody because of his actions. It's one of the most incredible things you'll ever see. Yeah, as you said, it was a very quick honeymoon. And oh, it's I mean, because That's why I told Michigan fans. We were going to talk ball up until that day. You want to put the blinders on, play ball, take the pictures, frame them, take the trip, enjoy it, God bless. I never took that away from people. But you said you'll deal with later, later. We'll quote John Jansen, let it play out. Oh, it's playing out. And you look at that now, and I'll tell you the thing that's going to bother me the most, and I mean this, if you don't believe me, I don't care. I've always been honest with you guys. Sharon Moore is going to need time. You lost 10 starters on offense, and I think five or six on defense. And, and by the way, you lose another coach or two, Oh, the whispers are out there, you're going to lose a bunch of players on defense. Sharon needs some time, and I think that's the one thing that animalistic fan base will not give him. No. No, he won't, he won't get, the, uh, he won't get the, the treatment that Juwan is getting where they don't care, they do care. Absolute, but like, think about the situation he's inheriting. Mm -hmm. Like, Jim Harbaugh didn't leave them with three, four, five straight top five recruiting classes. Well, weren't they like 19th this year?
2: I think six, I think 16th, but yeah, somewhere around there. They were in the teens, yes, low teens.
0: Like, I just can't. It's amazing. But then again, you know what? Our politicians on both sides of the aisle do the same damn thing. They lie to your face, and we've normalized it. Left and right, don't don't come no, no, at me with your political leanings. His thing
2: is, he can say, I left you with the national title trophy. That's how I left you. And that's Bet.
0: great. Bet. I'm talking about, I said it before. I went, Rico, he did not leave them better off. And now... Think about this. No, no, but Mike, Mm -hmm. here's the thing. To some Michigan
2: fans, you got to qualify. What does better off mean? Because to those who said trophy or bust, you got it. And no matter what happens next, life is great. I'll accept it. You're talking about actual tangible things in the future. Did he leave you with a quarterback? Did he leave you with players that are young? Did he leave no. you with up and cut like five stars that had just been sitting there and waiting no. their turn? No, no, no. But and if, if you now just he's openly the openly ripping
0: coaches away. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I, it's amazing. It really is. Like because the way I think. If I'm going back to the NFL, why am I attacking the school I allegedly love and taking all these people with me? Now, Minter made sense based on Minter was an NFL coach. He was on the internship program. Mm-hmm. But everybody else, I don't know too many college strength and conditioning coaches or D-line coaches or etc. who go with a coach to the NFL. I, I just don't know about that. Now, we're also dealing with a bizarre storyline today where a Power 5 coach threw his hands in the air and said, F it, I'm out. I'm going to go be a D.C. in the NFL, as Boston College's Jeff Hafley did. Which is, I-, I wish Jim Costa were here to join us to tell me, once again, the health of the sport has never been better. <laughs> a Power 5 coach making $3 million a year threw away the keys to a program that's in the ACC. I'm not telling you B.C. is the best gig in the world, but don't act like it's New Mexico State. Anyway, you know what? I don't want to be a babysitter anymore. Yeah. I don't want to fundraise. I don't want to do NIL. Right. I don't want
2: to deal a, with this crap. Right. Yeah, I'm not a coach. Ball. Yeah, I, I don't need to go and re-recruit my players every two weeks to make sure they're happy and they're not going to jump into the portal because all of a sudden they're just, you know, yeah. You don't want to do that. He just wants to do football, and he could do that as,
0: uh, was it? Yeah, going back to the league as an OC. Yeah, Pac, well, he's going to be the Packers DC now. Oh, DC. But, I thought he was yeah, the no, OC. No, he's the DC. Okay. But it's 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 neither here nor there. It's the principality. Of yeah, it. he, he just, he'd rather
2: take a step back in the NFL than be the head guy at Boston
0: College. That audio was unbelievable. And you're right. For a guy who's chosen to answer questions any which way he wants, I guess I shouldn't be surprised. But there was a way better way to do that. Because if you're, a, hey man, if you're a Michigan fan, you want to tell me he left you in a better place. Fine, but Rico nailed it. I'm talking about when you leave, the results you produced are only a part of your story. It's about the what's the quality of the house I left behind? Is the foundation sturdy? Do I have great people working there? Do I have a great roster for the next guy? And it's like, no. No, you don't. And the fact that he's openly, today as we speak, still actively trying to take coaches away, I don't know, man. That, that wouldn't sit well with me. Like, you know what? You got your money, and I—that God bless. You took your defensive coordinator with you. Why, why do you have to keep taking all these coaches? And I think the crazy part is, if Michigan's coaches wanted to work elsewhere, I don't think they can right now. Not with the specter of two investigations. And if Sharon Moore wants to hire outside people, it's a lot like the Carolina Panthers job in that if you have other job prospects, you're not going to Michigan because you don't know what could happen. And that's not me. That's not Sparty Radio. There's been actual reporting done on that. And yet he gets up on that podium with a Cheshire grin saying, oh, I left him in a better spot. I, I...
2: Mike, because he believes he actually did.
0: That's the I know. thing. Yeah, and, and uh, you know what? We're not. I. I don't. I don't imagine we're going to get a bunch of calls and all that jazz. It was more just the that audio was like, wow, really? If I were a Michigan fan, that would bug me. But maybe you're still in the afterglow. I don't know. But if you actually pay attention to it and you look at where your program is at, as we are about to kick off winter conditioning, spring ball around the corner. Take a look at that coaching staff. Tell me what you see. You in a better spot? How about the roster? You in a better spot? How about program stability?
9: Yeah.
2: Uh we'll get to that next. What what I what I do wrong? Oh, nothing. Kenny is rolling his eyes at us.
0: What? Kenny, what's your problem? Rico Beard Yes, sir. We got people calling in on everything from the Michigan thing, which was, I blame Beanie Howell, uh, to some Lions stuff. And again, Odyssey.com, rewind. we covered a bunch of stuff. I just thought the Harbaugh audio was, I just, it's all, it's ridiculous. Like, dude, you can't say that. Not while you're actively taking coaches. Come on, dude. (laughs) Yeah, I left them in a better spot. They're going to be great. And it's like, dude, you're ripping them apart at the seams. Oh, and by the way, you left him with uh, the stench of your reign there. So, yes, the natty, the trophy case, I got it. But, like, if you're a Michigan fan, are you starting to look at this like, wait a minute, all right, I got my title. Look at what this guy's doing. Who's going to be coaching here? Poor Sharon can't hire anybody.
2: Yeah, he's trying. He keeps swinging and missing. That's not his fault. No, but you want to know if – they left Michigan in a better spot or not. Let's go to the phone lines. Yeah, you pick. Dave, you're on ninety seven one.
14: Hey, how you guys doing?
2: Good man, how are you? What's up, Dave?
14: Hey. Hey, congratulations on uh everything. You guys do a great job. Oh, thank you, Dave. I love listening to your show, but I tell you what, Mike, he's not stealing all our coaches. He took our he took Jesse Minner who was definitely going to go to the NFL, anyhow, and God bless him, I knew he was going. Ben Herbert wasn't surprise, but we hired his proto And we have an elite defense coming back, and we have a lot of weapons coming back on offense. And I don't understand why you guys keep talking about the fact that he left us in a bad place because, honestly, I'm looking forward to the next season. I think okay, so a couple, couple things.
0: Couple things. Hold on. So, so this is why it's fun, and it's two sides of the coin. I'll take the very thing you said, and I'll flip it. You've lost fifteen starters.
14: Fifteen. Uh, yeah, but not on. Defense. Is the
0: quarter? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is the starting quarterback on the roster?
14: I think he is. Who? I think they worked in. Uh, number five and I think there's a couple guys there and who knows if we have to start a freshman quarterback then maybe we do. Dave He's you undecided. gotta start a
2: freshman quarterback that's a recipe for disaster. True freshmen do not work out well.
14: I, I, I get that Rico but I really under I really believe that with the offensive line we got coming back, we got receivers, we got a what running back line? two of them coming all gone. back. Hold on what, Who's what, what off
0: the offensive line is gone
14: you lost 10 starters on offense but we built this through jim harbaugh we have guys coming up through the ranks that are really good and now granted they they didn't start a lot okay i know that's a problem that is a problem but i mean i'm just just trying to shoot you
0: straight and go all right look Look, he's actively trying to get the strength and conditioning guy. He's, t- he's trying to get Elston, the D-line coach. Like, he's trying to gut you. And you know That's,
14: what, though, Mike? That would bother the me. The thing is, his job is with the San Diego Chargers. And the reason why he got hired was because they thought that he was going to be able to bring some assets, like the strength coach, like, you know, Jesse Miner. That's the only reason why he got hired. So it's his job to be the the, the head coach of the San Diego Chargers or whatever you want to right.
0: call it. and I, and I br- understand that. And the point I'm making him. is it's coming at the cost of you. Look, I, ultimately, hey, man, next August, we'll see what it shapes up as. We'll talk football. I, I just, I look at it and I go, this whole thing is, obviously, it's been very weird since mid-October. Yeah. Hate to break it, to
2: and I don't think their quarterback's on the roster right now.
0: I I don't know. I okay. Maybe maybe they're starting an orgy. We're gonna run the wildcat. I don't know what to tell you. Take a call. Let's keep it rolling. I mean, dude, there's it's nothing to be angry over. It's more, I I know how I am as a fan. I would actually start to get irked if I had a guy doing this to MSU.
2: I understand. Mike, uh, you know what? How about this? How about I give you dealer's choice? You want to do some college basketball stuff, or you want to go back to the calls? If it, if it's not calls, it better be good. What's the deal? No, I
0: said you want to do your college basketball review. Oh, I mean five star zone ambush blitz is pretty good. It's a, no, no dealer's choice to you, my good man. <laughs> I left you high and dry the last two days, sick as a dog. You pick. Whatever you want, I do.
2: Well, uh, I think we kind of rolled. All right, you know what? We'll take some calls. We'll do some calls next. Then
0: why don't you take another one right here? The hell with it. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Let's go.
2: Josh, you're on 97.
5: Mike Rico, good to talk to you guys. Hey, man. What's up, Josh. All right, so I that last call, I'm a diehard Michigan fan. I don't, I don't know if I endorse all that just the same way, Mike, uh, with your 5 o'clock recap with uh, Harbaugh. I, I, there's some things you said I agree with. There's others I think are just wrong. But I need you to level with me here. I'm going to say the same thing that I said the day after the national championship, okay? Yes. I don't, I don't care, right? Jim Harbaugh did everything he came here to do. He gave us everything that Bo couldn't even do, the, the statue that should come down. But he gave us everything that beloved Bo didn't. Am right. I happy with how it's shaken out? Yeah, not really. But he gave us what two-thirds of most college football fans will never get. So I'll take it. So what's,
0: I, so
1: what's, again, so what's the I'm
5: issue? i don't. I do it. Josh, no, no, hold, no, on,
0: hold on. on. Hold I just, I just, Josh, hold okay, on. Okay. What's the issue then? because I don't have an issue with that mindset. So then what are we talking about? No, no. Yeah, no,
5: I'm just giving you another perspective. I, that's where I sit with it. I, right, I, my my point is I'm
0: not presenting it to people like you because I know where you stand and you have every right to feel that way. Josh, I'm talking to the people who do care. Like I I
10: don't no,
5: I mean and, I don't know what I'm And, and don't get to me wrong. I care about the long-term health of the program and like I I do think eventually they will bounce back, but I can't lie. This this season was pretty much like your Rose Bowl season plus two more. So it's like oh, I, I'm fine knows. pacifying for a little while and and just, just seeing where it goes. Sit along for the ride. I, I just don't really care where he thinks he left the program either. He's Jim Harbaugh. He's a kook. It's what he is. I just He says what he says. I'm, I'm just going to take it and sit with it and be happy with
0: it. I'm never going to be mad at somebody with that approach, Josh. No, he's honest. I don't. Uh, yeah, like that's, but it's not geared for somebody like you. And I to
2: Josh, he left the program in better shape because Josh gets to look at that hat and the T-shirts and the trophy and say, I don't care what happens in the next three, four years because I can just go back and rewatch the game. When I when my team is losing, I'll pop that thing on on Saturday and I'll be happy.
0: Yeah, but you understand why why I said what I said to him?
2: Hmm. It's not meant for Josh. No, it's not. But there are others like, who feel like you know what he did leave them in a great spot, and
0: yeah, yeah, I'm but with pro- you. Well, I just don't think from an evidentiary standpoint you can say that. Well, then you know what? We'll get Not to your you. Fu- I mean, no, no, no. We'll get to your phone calls next. Okay. Good talk. And you know what? Uh, hey, uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, Cot. Oh yeah, Re- replay that Harbaugh audio as a bump back. Oh, you got for it. The people just getting in their vehicle. Good stuff. Ninety-seven-one. Let's
15: hear it a bump back, a my great man. Place. In a great place. That, much like when players leave the university, go on to the pros, there's a passing of the
14: baton.
15: There's an excitement there. It's the same for coaches. Always going to be a loyal Wolverine.
3: Was there anything that Michigan could have done
15: to keep you? Have a great love for Michigan. Great love for the, for the NFL. It's, this opportunity and challenges. That was Harbaugh
0: when asked, did he leave the Wolverines in a better place? And we just were like, well, wait a second now. Don't get up there and say that. You're actively ripping coaches every day. You're taking them away. On a roster? No. The recruiting? No. Sharon can't hire anybody because of the NCAA investigations, nor can your guys go anywhere. Hell, some of your own media is reporting that. It's kind of hard to be hired when there could be show-cause penalties attached to you. So we just made light of it. Well, people decided to call up. So, do what you want to do. I would just start to get annoyed as a Wolverine. Like, wait a minute. All right, you got us Sarnati with a lot of strings attached. Fine. We can work our way around it. Then you leave us. Then, because once again, you told me the NFL wasn't going to be a thing, but it was a thing again. You leave us, and you're taking coaches every day. Maybe another one leaving today, potentially. Like, I mean, dude, just go away already. And that's kind of what we were rapping about. Yeah. And odyssey.com, rewind if you want the Lions talk. We did it at 3 o'clock. It was a very good topic. Super Bowl air is upon us and what it means. Aaron Glenn back, Ben Johnson back, huge boost for the team. You can listen to that. Rico, go ahead. I'm sorry, buddy.
2: No, go ahead. Man. Where you want to go? Dealers cool. choice. All right, let's go back to the phone lines. Mike, you're on ninety-seven-one.
6: Hey, Mike, Rico, great show i got a couple of questions for you guys. Good, good points. Um, didn't we, uh, as a Michigan fan myself, didn't we kind of accept this months ago of where this was Natty or Boston? We kind of knew that Harbaugh was going to be there. I guess I just want your take on that, where we knew he was leaving if we got the Natty, I guess. What do you, what do you guys think about that part one? Mike, that's I okay. think a lot of
2: Michigan – some Michigan fans saw that, and that's why I think some Michigan fans said, I really don't care how you get to the Natty. Just get to the natty to make it worthwhile, and yeah. we'll forgive you of whatever you got to do.
9: Is and that, I, I where, you're at? In Is
6: that where you're at? Yeah, yeah, Mike. I think I, I was one of those guys, I think, that said, you know, natty or bust, and I think there was a – don't quote me, but I think there was like, hey, five years, if this never happens again, we're, we're taking it now, right? Yeah. And I guess I had a counterpoint of we're asking, how would you guys feel about Michigan State program if you were in that position – would you guys feel the same way? Where?
0: Whoa! What
2: happened? I don't know. He, Mike? Did he cut himself off? Mike? Yeah, we didn't touch anything, Mike. I, I don't know what happened. Oh, Maybe damn. he had a bad. Spot. I think
0: he was about to say, "All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna make he, an assumption." What he was Mike, gonna if- say
2: is, Mike. According to this, would we have
0: done the same thing at Michigan State? <sighs> All right. So let me let me let me answer it this way. The only comparative would be Tom Izzo, right? Like. Izzo is our lifer. He's our guy. I'm a weirdo in that I don't mind the cheating to a certain extent. You pay a recruit. You buy a kid. I don't care. That's been going on for years. Your cheating was different, and fundamentally Wolverines are not going to agree with me on this. Some of you will, but I'll let it go. I would do a lot of things for a national title. Your thing was so beyond the pale... I would actually be angry with the coach. I'd be in a weird spot. I would have enjoyed it in the moment, but yet I would have a, a hatred for the man. But I'm a weirdo.
2: Just see I, I, I see I, that.
9: See,
0: I, I can feel where a lot of Michigan fans
2: are, Mike, because here's the thing. If you're going to cheat so egregiously the way that they did, win. Make it worth it. Yes. Don't do what Tennessee did. But what would well, your you, view well, of you the legend did it? Say so what?
0: What would your view of the legend be though? It was a title. And I wouldn't care. So, like an example. So let I, there is I mean, there is no example. What they did was unprecedented. I guess, like I said, I could enjoy it for the moment. I mean, I would, I would actually, look at it the way Auburn looks at their title with Cam Newton. Don't care. Right, but there's no legendary coach. That's what makes this different. Like I'd uh. I'd end up I'd end up hating the guy. Seriously, but I know. I, I, listen, I I know I'm 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 half a peanut. Okay, but short Kenny, in the nut house. Kenny, legendary
2: coach Kirby, smart. Even even if you take if, Kirby if, out if, of this, if, if, no, no, you find out that he did some heinous things and won those two titles, and it all comes out.
3: Do you care? Didn't somebody die? Somebody died, right? Well, yeah, no, yeah. and but guess what? I enjoyed those back to back natties just the same. And if I found out anything else happened, some cheating scandal down the line. I don't care it's the SEC. We it doesn't matter to me, me if you came to me, my table. Let me table say this too.
0: In Kenny's defense, what NCA investigations is George under? It's a great point. You know, what 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 cheating did they do that in- affected real-time integrity of games? No. None. Now, do they need a driving course? You know, do they need players yes. to stop pretending yes. they're Mario Andretti? Yes. yes. But, you know, I, I no disrespect. Like, Rico, I don't want to paint Kenny's. Uh, SEC no, no, does no, a lot of stuff, but it's usually a McDonald's bag for a recruit. But,
3: I don't shy away from the fact that we could be a dirty program because I bet you we are, and I bet you Nick Saban was too, and I bet you a lot of SEC I, programs are. But, Mike, you are right. There is no investigation into how badly we cheat. But I
2: would say right. the thing is, if you're going to do what they did, you had to win way. it all. Because if not, you're looking like Tennessee right now where, well, why did you do that? You didn't even win. Like, why, why did you cheat
0: to be mediocre? If you're going to cheat, you know, cheat to be the best. What it really leads you to, though, and the Tennessee situation is I, I I can't even wrap my arms around it. I don't even know what's going on anymore. But what it calls into question, truthfully, like between Halfley leaving B.C. to be a D.C. in the pros, like that's the ultimate indictment on college football. There has to be a new governing body. The, the, the sport is just blindfolded, walking in the dark. You're about a year away from
2: nobody recognizing what college football is. You're about a year away from you just do the super conference and the top 30 teams just peel off and say, why are we following <clears> these <throat> rules? We could just make up our own because mommy and daddy aren't here
0: anymore. We're running the household. Let's do it our way. And I only speak for myself. I'm out. I mean, I, 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 year by year, I'm losing how much I care. The sport's a joke. But, but here's what will happen is now all of a sudden it will evolve. It will
2: change. I, I often wondered, like, when they invented the forward pass, did you have people saying, no, no that's the end of football, this forward pass thing. Ah. You run the ball, and that's it. That's real man football, not this Nancy boy throwing the
0: ball type of stuff. They're trying to take away our leather helmets. What right.
2: are you
3: talking about?
0: Right, That's tough. That's grit right there.
5: Anybody I can make a a joke throw a pair, but
0: I'm not going to do it.
2: <laughs> no, but I, I've just, because I do think that some will follow. And if you had that 30 team super conference that you know, look, we're just going to do things our way. We're not even following the NCAA. All right, it's new rules. Let's see how this works. Let's see how it entertains me. I think you would give it a shot, Mike.
0: Yeah. No, I, I don't know. I mean, I, listen, as long as the NFL's around, I'm good. The college football, like guys like me, loved is dead. It's gone. Cool. Uh, well, that's the sad I,
2: reality. Is college football really was on the cusp of not taking over the NFL, but it was going to be the solid number two because the NBA nobody watches that anymore. Yeah, you know, baseball long gave up America's pastime a long time ago. Hockey plays games some days and some days they don't. Dude, I don't know what the NHL's
0: got going on. One day there's two games, the next there's 15. Right. And it's been all year.
3: It's college a joke. College,
2: college football really could have taken over and become the number two sport. And they're doing everything to say, nah, we don't want it. They're going to go the way of boxing
0: soon, where it used yeah, to be I mean, something
2: everybody have. knew.
0: And now, yeah. I mean, they're getting a dude in spy glasses on a team sideline this year. All right? Like, we've kind of arrived there. Like, that's—honestly, the Connor Stallions photo shoot at Spartan Stadium is one step from Ontario Smith wearing a device called the Whizinator into a weed (laughs) test. Like, it's right up there in the all-timers category.
2: You are coming up with some things that—wow. Between that uh, and—what was it, Kevin Gaines and the wrestling it's
0: just— Yeah, you just reach a point
2: like you you laugh at it. Can't he on the the, the good drugs right now? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Or whatever you're taking now, man.
0: (laughs) Sucrets. Sore throat and cough. They're delicious. Um, (laughs) All right, uh, we'll get some ticket texts. We'll wrap this puppy up, and then tomorrow, big show, big Friday. The first Friday with no football. Rico, Mm. so cold in the D, man. Alright, as always, missed anything odyssey.com. Rewind, we get you taken care of. Covered the Lions today, did a little NBA, a little college basketball. Harbaugh thing was accidental. I just yikes with that audio. Uh, but a full potato. And then tomorrow, it's really about the first day of the rest of our lives. Ain't no football this weekend. <laughs> we'll make it. No, I don't know that we will. Uh, Kenny, a few ticket texts, and then we will, uh,
3: as as Harbaugh likes to say, pass the baton. I haven't heard a word from any Michigan fan about the championship since they won it. have never seen a fan base not celebrate a national championship before. Because they know. They're not going to say that to you. They're not going to
0: give you the satisfaction. They know. And frankly, good for them. Celebrate it in the four walls of your own home. Celebrate it with your family. Because I got bad news for you. The minute you step outside that house, there ain't nobody trying to hear it. This one's my nobody favorite. Would a, nobody with a brain <laughs> respects it, which I warned you about. So you do you,
3: and we're going to do us, and uh, we'll all be friends. This one might be my favorite one, because I did say this to you in a break at one point. Harbaugh yeah. just straight lied on live TV, LOL. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it's honestly,
0: you just get to a point like you're a 43-year-old man. You, you just hear audio like that, and you go, oh, come on. I mean we do it all the time with politics, right? Like both sides of the aisle. They openly lie to our face. (laughs) They bleep on our head and tell us it's raining. No. It's ridiculous. Who continue hold on time out, Kenny? I can't help it. Who continues to open and shut the door so loudly that it goes over the air? What is going on? That was Rieger first and then Wojo second. Man, it is something. What is it, your first day in radio over here? They're not
3: on headsets right now. Aye, 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 so yes, aye, it, aye, it aye, is aye. their first day. They can't even <coughs> put their headphones on.
0: My goodness! Sorry, Kenny. I just I couldn't help it. I'm like, what? What is this? A wrestling match? Is there a fight at the door? Oh, what, happen? we, what happened? What happened? Did what I, did I get missed? Ripped?
11: Did we get ripped? Oh, I'm no, sure. no, no, no. You're not getting ripped. What? It
0: was how loudly, like when you enter a radio studio. I don't know if you're aware of this. Yeah. Um, when you open the door. You hold the door so it shuts gently. That was so Rieger. You know it's amazing? Over the... I it heard, was Rieger. I heard
16: Rico say Rieger than Wojo. So I'm like, oh, wow, I get some brownie points. I was here before Woj. And no, no, you guys yeah. are just ripping on me because I let the door close too loud. I'm sorry. But, I mean,
0: it, it's just like, it's the first thing you learn. You know what? Maybe you should take Rico's course on radio. Rico, do you want to do, do that commercial live? <laughs> you like yeah, Jeff? do that commercial like live. To, Don't you have it at 555 like anyway?
11: Is this Mike? Is this I, the first I, I time yeah, you met Rieger? True. He he's loud when he's asleep, probably. Can I ask you guys a question? Same like right like, there, he's
16: loud. Like <laughs> honestly. <laughs> okay. I, I, honestly, how is yeah, it? Buddy. Am I just that kind of guy that people meet and then immediately start making fun of? Like I'm always no. the guy mm. in a group of people that people Rieger, make fun of.
2: Really hurts my feelings. When you walk past a mirror, you make fun of yourself.
0: <laughs> there it is. Rieger, you do that. Oh yeah. I'm Nobody change. Rieger, you I've worked change. with you for so long, and it doesn't matter how many nice things I've said about you, which it's truth. I've said it on the Can air, and say I've it you personally. It doesn't matter. Uh, you can't think of another I, one to say. Be, because Rico nailed it. Because you will turn it into making fun of yourself. Oh. How long have you done that bit where you only read mean
11: ticket text? It's the only ones I get. Th- that, that truly is the only ones you yeah. get. Yeah, yeah. well, Joe. I Okay, I disagree. Okay.
0: I'm
16: doing it you again. I'm doing it again. I'm sorry. I'm um, sorry.
11: I, I, it
0: really is. a. It's like a personality defect. I don't know what well, happened to you. Yeah, that's we, probably We got to fix it. Um, so, uh,
16: yes. So I, I listened to the Jim Harbaugh audio, but it wasn't the clip about did he leave Michigan in a better spot that I was most interested in. Did you hear yeah. how he ended the press conference? Oh, no. yeah. With the teachings of Ted Lasso. Nah. He's like, I try to be like Ted every day. Every one of those episodes has something you can learn from. And he told everybody, he's like, a tip, if I may.
0: Everybody should watch Ted Lasso.
16: That's how he ended his press conference.
0: I must have missed the guy in spyglasses uh, in the EPL. Oh, he dad. was in there, wasn't he, in the uh, Ted Lasso? Yeah. Maybe so, a crumpet recipe or, something something. or whatever the hell he calls it. I might be the only guy on earth who doesn't like that show. Yeah, <sighs> I had such high hopes, and I'm like, I sat well, that, down to watch problem. it, and I go, this sucks. Yeah, that, this is not funny if yeah. you caught
16: it when it happened I feel you would have liked it more but it always happens like when somebody tells you how good something is it never lives up to the hype Like, let me give you a great new show yeah. Yeah, good. To all of you. Yeah. Oh, good.
0: And it's it's mindless TV. And what I mean is it's fun, it's fast, it's quick, mm. and it's comedy. No one does comedy. Not mm. for Wojo. No, he, no. He needs nudity, blood, guts. Creepy crime mystery, thrillers. Ass. but go British, on. I want to hear preferably, this. Preferably, yeah. Okay, there's actually some nudity and some blood in this show, but it's in a haha way. Oh. It's almost like Curb Your Enthusiasm. Ooh. New show called Bookie with oh, Sebastian I love Maniscalco. Watched it. Fantastic.
11: Oh, have not seen it. Hmm. Good stuff, it's yeah. about it,
0: it's it's a comedy about Which a format? bookie. HBO uh, or HBO. Yeah. HBO Max or whatever, whatever it is. it's called. TV. But it's Rico it's it's just 30 minutes. It's quick, it's fun. It you know, all these no one does comedy anymore. Everything is just sadness and
11: bad and Mike, messy. I'm not going to do that until you promise me you go and watch the new season of Fargo.
16: Oh, I've been watching that. You That's have very to. good.
0: Yes. How many seasons of that show are there? Well, there's five.
11: Yeah, but you don't have to. Are they all connected? No, they're not connected. No, they're not connected. And this is the best one, this fifth. Like, there are people, like Stephen King, the great author, sent out a tweet. This is the greatest. So you don't have to go back and watch seen. the first season. No, first seasons.
2: no. the rave that. reviews. They, 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 they have nothing to do. Like I'm not. No. Missing so it's on like on a... True
0: Detective. Okay. The seasons Correct. Don't exactly. Line up. Yeah. It's and the exactly beautiful thing
16: like is they're all out there, so you don't have to wait. You can binge them if you want.
11: Right. Right. Because okay, wouldn't like I was it, what what was it. Was it Chris Rock? That one was bad. That one was bad. That yeah. season yeah. was and, bad. And the one where they went I mean, to the moon on. or it was brothers in Fargo. Yeah. Yeah. That was DoA. Very unrealistic. Hello. <laughs> but, oh my God. but the current one is great absolutely fabulous i just finished okay. it yeah Man, not against this is, it i
0: this is what know? a post lions playoff yep. run back <laughs> to the binge. oh no, no 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 guys guys we had a we had a loaded show today no, I, I just know. was I having know. a little I fun do. with you guys
11: yeah we're, i'm back to binging i'm done hey back to when binging. does the
0: fire Jawan column come out
11: Oh yeah. Well, let's, let's let's see how this season unfolds. Let, wait till he gets his guys back, okay? Would you come? Oh, down? Let it let it play out. <laughs> Where is that on the board? I've been trying to find. Which what? We don't have that.
0: Oh. I actually no. It was self control. I told David, do not put that on my board because mm. I would I would just play it too much. Gotcha. Oh, like no. that's okay. ever no, stopped no, no. you? No, be- no, 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 no. Like like that's ever stopped you before. <laughs> Wojo, it is
11: personal development okay, in the okay, new year. Right? Okay. I'm like,
2: I see a lot of Jansen drops, but I, I've been like, OK,
11: yeah, been OK. Mm-hmm. Well, we what's we coming are, up next? We are going to get into some lion stuff. Rieger wants to talk about uh, Harbaugh, which I'll let him if he wants. I don't care. It doesn't the stuff he said today doesn't really bother me. And then you're going to start to show off Black History Month. Well, Joe's favorite moment. Oh, can I do some of those? Yeah. Kenny has great <laughs> ones um let's see hold on i once interviewed a black man i did i did <laughs> oh it, it, it was a line oh it was boy. a detroit line it was a detroit line <laughs> or was it a piston i can't remember oh boy
0: <laughs> he started it just tell us what's coming up next before you irreparably damage this <laughs> entire
9: <laughs> <game>. <laughs>
11: I'm going to tell Rieger he is full of crap about one angle on the Lions, and people agree with me. So, once again, you got to pile on Rieger for two hours nonstop. That seems to be a win for America. Mm. Barack Obama was my favorite president by far.
12: Rico, Um, please end this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?